Hello and welcome to Fresh Face Comics, the comic book podcast where a lifelong comic book reader guides his friend through the world of comics for the first time. My name is Joey Morgan, the aforementioned lifelong reader. With me as always is Jacob Licklider, the aforementioned newbie. So do you think Matt Murdock identifies a little too much with the Stephen Sondheim musical company? Because I do. Uh, I had not considered that before, but I suppose it's extremely possible listen i may or may not have been listening to company for no reason whatsoever than just its company um and i could not get the idea of of matt murdoch as bobby out of my head yeah yeah that that makes sense that makes sense god damn it anyway speaking of matt murdoch, i told you it was gonna be one of the weirdest bits. yeah that, that was that was one of the weirder ones uh so uh anyway we're talking about daredevil today we're continuing our our daredevil uh by frank miller and block of two episodes uh this time talking about volume two of said run uh being daredevil's number 173 to 184 um we got 12 issues ahead of us today let's get into it Twelve issues <laughs> um, and a movie and a movie and a movie because we did watch some adapted material for it, or you did at least. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I subjected myself to that film for the first time earlier this year, and it's not good. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, non-spoiler section first. Jacob, uh, what is volume two of Daredevil by Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen about? Well, well you see, Joey, one as we seem to still be in that weird alternate dimension where Frank Miller... <laughs> is a fantastic writer like yeah. i think yeah. this volume is the best thing i've read from frank miller it, it very much is yeah um <laughs> like it's not perfect it has some problems oddly enough one of them as i think partially the fault of one roger mckenzie who's back for one issue late uh, on the question. yeah see i don't uh, think that's actually him back i think it's just like a script by roger mckenzie yeah the, we'll get to it we'll get to it yeah but like yeah. miller now has like full writing control and full art control mm-hmm. i will it's say the only, it's the only volume where he's credited on on writing and art like for the entire volume yeah um, I, I have a feeling well the art doesn't ever bleed into frank miller art territory <laughs> frank I, miller art tm <laughs> tm yeah um i do think oddly enough, i think because he's also writing he is a little crunched a little um, bit, a little but bit. I can, I can. But he still has some that. phenomenal moments. Oh, it uh, is, it is yeah. still, it is still good art. It yeah. is still good art. It's still stylized. It's just in a lot of places it has to be a little, uh, in places a little simpler because he doesn't have as much time. Yeah, um, yeah. That said, I will say his, he never fucking slacks on the layouts in this. No, like, he's very, oh very good. His page layouts are so fucking good. Um, um, yeah, crazy. He makes it so readable, too. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Again, so weird to be saying this about Frank Miller. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. This is also... Um, it's an ongoing run. Uh, it's a lot of these threads are are very nicely woven together. Um, mm-hmm. Bar again, kind of that one issue that um, that I will say I think Miller still finds a really interesting way to he finds an interesting way to weave but, that back into the story that he's telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first half of that issue in particular is yeah a bit yeah, rough mm-hmm. because it goes sort of into the we're doing a PSA. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. It it picks up on a lot of threads. You cannot read volume two without volume one. You you definitely need volume one. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at the very least, the last couple issues of volume one. I'd say even more, maybe even more than that. Also, I'm going to say it. There's some Marvel Universe crossovers that I wasn't expecting. Like, why not, Jacob? Why would you not expect such things? Because, look, I know cross... It happens... It just seems to happen when we have any of these runs. It happens when we do Perez's Wonder Woman, too. I'm just not expecting these characters to cross over, even though, like, they live in the same universe. Yeah, it's weird, because, like so much adapted comic book media is so like isolated. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you read like, Oh yeah, this is a solo daredevil run. It's like, no, no, no. It's still a, you know, in the Marvel comics universe. Like it's, it, these crossovers are, crossovers are going to happen like all the fucking time. Realistically. Um, but like, you know, also, a show, but a show like daredevil or a movie like daredevil as well um, is, you know, it's so solely focused on, just that character and the immediate characters surrounding him that i guess you just don't imagine those things immediately when you're going in to read the comics if you're mostly familiar with the adaptive material yeah it's that and it's just it's just one of those it's it's one of those things that can become a problem but i think miller finds this amazing balance I mean, there are only, what, two issues in this volume where he does a big larger marvel universe crossover basically basically yeah. Two and out of 12, it's not bad and there's some nice space in between them and what and one well. of them is roger mckenzie's fault anyway so <laughs> yeah yeah but even then like it was nice seeing that character yeah um yeah. getting an introduction to that character. Who, who did have a small appearance in like the issue right before it so yes and then it had kind of appears in the issue after it's yeah. it's it's a whole thing it um is. it is it's again it's it's nice to be talking about something that's just so fantastic and yeah yeah um miller's um, general anger at the world is justified um especially as like the as the run goes on and we move further into the 80s mm-hmm. um yeah there is one um, big misstep though um uh and it's it happens at the end of issue 179 Ooh. I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. Oh, you know. You uh, know. hang on. I'm trying to find it. Vamp, vamp, vamp. You vamp. know, it's it's the one with 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 Ben Urich. Oh, that. I don't think it's a massive misstep. It mm, it annoyed me. We'll it get an- it. We'll get into the the nuances of Ben Urich in in, in spoilers, but yes. in the meantime, uh, let's do some Twitter questions. Um, yes. Actually, let's start off on our our discord question today um from our friend andrew friend of the podcast um uh does this run have you rethinking frank miller as a writer uh jacob i feel like that question is directed right uh, i mean uh, not really because like i don't think anything can make me rethink frank miller of a writer positively after dark knight strikes again that's true. I suppose it's not like as surprising as one might imagine. Cause we all, you know, I think most people know Miller's reputation as, you know, became a comics legend for a fucking reason. Yeah. But the trouble is the reason most people cite for him being a legend is like dark Knight returns and year one. And it's not that it's fucking this. It's this, it's this, 
this is like just better. Like it, this, this is better than both his like both his good Batman books. Like yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, like but, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, I guess I know why Dark Knight Returns and Year One are more popular because there's... well, because Dark, Dark Knight Returns, I think had it had a bigger impact on the larger industry. Um. For for better certainly for worse, but they're um, also you know two standalone four issue stories, whereas this is a proper run. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. A um, proper, quite long. What like? That's a good. Just with Jansen, it's at least thirty issues. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Let alone the stuff more. the stuff he did outside of the main run. And the um, stuff he did outside that easily brings it to maybe. 40 maybe 50 max yeah, that's cl- that's cl- a close lot to 50 yeah i think so um it's a yeah, big it's, yeah yeah definitely um andrew also says uh joey what's one non-miller daredevil story that you would urge everyone to read i'm actually going to recommend uh the one i most recently read i recently read daredevil parts of a whole by david mack uh with art by joe quesada and uh jimmy palmiotti um brilliant story i'm a big fan of echo as a character um but i had never read her first appearance so i wanted to read that and uh and i, I fucking read parts of a whole it's was, it was awesome i loved it um really great time uh yeah i just really great i also post my thoughts on twitter and i think it's really cool because david, david yes. mack himself retweeted it and i thought that was awesome um but yeah easily one of my favorite daredevil stories outside of the miller run um and also everyone should read Zarsky's Daredevil because that's great too. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I recently read parts of a whole and I think everyone should too. So yeah. Anyway, um, let's see, going to actual Twitter questions. Uh, our friend rules Panda at Joey could read this asks, uh, what is your favorite DD costume? That's not the classic red version. I think I did answer this last time. Didn't I? Um, I said the, I the, so. the black and red Zarsky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you showed it to me and I have to, I had to agree because yeah. Um, or no, did I actually, I don't know if I did. No, you, I know you sent it to me at oh, some point. That's news uh, to me. Um, but I guess also for you, because I think you said the classic red last time. So what? what yeah, I guess what is your favorite outside? Other, other than red, I, I I have a very limited knowledge, but I, I, I do really like that, that Zdarsky one that you showed me. Yeah, it's um, pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Next up, uh, let's see. Uh, our friend Kian, at Kian the Quark, says, are you going to watch the Ben Affleck yeah. film and Elektra? Um... Kian, so we did Kian, we're Kian, halfway Kian. there yeah <laughs> um i have seen both oh god neither of which are good no. electra might just be one of the worst films i've ever watched ah well daredevil 2003 isn't good but i don't think it's that bad yeah yeah it, yeah a daredevil at least has some moments and also does the green Lantern 2011 thing of having a really solid cast um but uh but it's just it, i'll be also with green Lantern 2011 both have michael clark duncan um but uh we did watch daredevil 2003 and we'll talk about it right at the end of this episode here um it's not good. Come on. I don't think I need to say anything more than that. There are people who who like it. I don't want to hear about those people. Um, yeah, well, I'm I'm happy <laughs> to hear about those people in my responses to my uh, letterbox review of it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Apparently, I gave it too low a rating. Oh, oh! I did see that. Okay, I thought you said. Yeah. I thought you meant like maybe there was more to that. Okay, cool. All right, never mind. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, our next questions come from our friend Jamie at Jamie underscore season seven. Um, uh, why is Frank Miller? Uh, the, 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 the 9-11? Uh, the, you know what? <laughs> and the 90s? Yeah, yeah. And the general drift towards the conservative right as people age? That True. sort of thing? Like, yeah. That, that's, that, that, uh, yeah. Jamie also asks, uh, why doesn't Kingpin just kill Daredevil? Is he stupid? He doesn't really have many opportunities, surprisingly, to kill Daredevil in this volume. Yeah. yeah. He certainly tries. He certainly mm-hmm. tries. Although I think also this book gives, like, one of my favorite little, like, Kingpin Daredevil standoff moments where, like, they really can't do anything about each other's, like, yeah. no, about, about their about their, uh, about their rivalry with each other. I think that's cool. Um, actually, speaking of Kingpin, our next question comes from our friend English Giraffe, at English underscore Giraffe, uh, who's recently on the podcast on a bonus episode. You can check that out. Um, says, so, Kingpin, is he primarily a Daredevil villain, or is he a Spider-Man villain? Um, I, I mean, I, I mean, for me, I'm, I I really do think of him nowadays mostly as a Kingpin villain. I, 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 oh my god, as a Daredevil villain. Jeez, I know how to speak. Did you just call him a Kingpin villain? Yeah, you know, Kingpin is a Kingpin villain. I don't think that's actually an inaccurate statement. It's um, not, but it doesn't <laughs> answer the question. It, okay, Daredevil villain. I also think of him as a Daredevil villain. Um, although, yes, he he was originally a Spider-Man villain and and probably should still mostly be a Spider-Man villain. Um, but I don't know. I mostly think of him as an adver- adversary for Daredevil. Um and mostly because of Frank Miller. So there's that. I've really only experienced him as a Daredevil villain because of Miller. And of course, the first season of the Netflix show. And of um, course, the famed 2003 movie. Yeah, cool. I'm trying to block that out of my head. even though you, you, it. Okay, it's, it's worth noting, uh, audience. Jacob finished watching that film like literally an hour ago. Yeah, because <laughs> there was a chance we might not have covered it because of... Personal, personal things, personal, personal life things. Reasons. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I, I, I did. I watched it. Oh, I, I, and I'm trying to block it from my memory. It is Jacob. Me. Wake me up inside. No, no, um, no, 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 no. We are not <laughs> besmirching. Okay, isn't that the funniest fucking scene though? I fucking love that scene. <laughs> oh god, there's so much. Like all the music choices are just like why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, anyway, our next uh, Twitter question comes from uh, uh, Sean Franco at Sean Franco underscore says, "Is Daredevil functionally, not materially or narratively, the Batman of Marvel?" Um, <laughs> because you said functionally, no. Um, Definitely talking... not n- narratively. Maybe, or... pro- ma- I think materially, maybe. Materially, maybe. Functionally, I don't. Think so. If we're talking about like how he functions within the Marvel universe, then definitely no. Not. But and then if we're talking about outside in publishing in general, I mean the bat like if, if just Marvel publishing for the analog, the Batman analog is, is Spider Man. Yeah, in yeah, terms exactly. Of, like, place so, in the company's lineup. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, so I, 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 I would say no to that question. Um, but it's an interesting although, question. I could yeah, see although, although although like I have you know I literally brought it up last episode. Like you know th- there is that that just really bizarre Daredevil Batman connection. I just I, I don't get it. I mean um, Daredevil two thousand three in a lot of ways is a really bad Batman film. Yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in a time when the most recent live action Batman film was Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, and it stars Ben Affleck and has Colin Farrell. So 
there's that, I guess. And anyway. Other actors. Yeah. Um, our last set of questions comes from our friend Mason at the GD256. Uh, one, do you dare to devil? It, question mark, question that mark. That sounds mark. like a line from the 2003 Daredevil film. I, I feel like it could be. <laughs> I feel, I feel, like, like, people, could I feel be. like people people could submit like gag questions to this Q&A and we could write a new script to Daredevil 2003 that's better than Daredevil 2003. Yes, yes. And shorter. And shorter. than True, yes. It, that film does not need to be as long as it is. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he then asks, uh, I don't know much about this character. Can I start with a Netflix show? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's how I started. Watch the fucking Netflix show. Yeah. It's so damn good. Um, The first season is brilliant. I love it. Yeah. And now you need to watch more. (laughs) We're working on it. No, but the thing is, you're not actually. (laughs) We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Okay. But then personal shit happened. Okay. Uh huh. You know exactly who to blame. I won't name that person. I know, but I literally can't for reasons. (laughs) I literally can't blame that person. Anyway, um, his third question says, uh, I see Frank Miller. How is Jacob coping? Uh, Jacob, how are you coping? It's a very different kind of cope, right? Yeah. Because, like, I'm coping in, like, the most positive way I think you can. It's like, it's like, Frank, you're shit. I don't, like, you, why are you good? Why, why good if Frank Miller? And it that's feels like, wrong. It's cognitive <laughs> dissonance. It's very weird. I know it's like that point I was like, Miller's actually playing an interesting theme here. And it's like, <laughs> why do I have to get to say that? Because it's Frank fucking Miller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, hey, it it could be worse. It could, it be, could worse. be worse. It could be worse. It could be holy terror. Yeah, exactly. We it, it could be significantly worse. This is going to be episode one thousand. Yep. Yep. Episode five hundred. No sooner than five hundred. Okay. Okay. All right. But you know that means like for sure, for sure, it's going to be episode five hundred. I I will allow it. <laughs> anyway, you. <laughs> I wonder if I should make it 666, but I kind of want to make it 500. Anyway, um, I wanted no, to be 666 a has to have an actual devil in it somehow. That's true. That's true. Um, anyway, that'd be a great time to do like the Lucifer comic or something. Anyway, um, uh, anyway, his fourth and final question, and our final question for the episode, uh, was he bitten by a radioactive lawyer? Also, how much does him being a lawyer factor into the comics? Uh, so to answer your first question, no. Just, I, just you no. know, I mean, he wasn't really bitten. No, he was splashed by a radioactive lawyer. That's why. Yes, and uh, and be uh, him being a lawyer, like factoring into the comics, entirely depends on whoever's writing it. And how interested they are in terms of the in Miller run. Procedural. In terms of the Miller run, not an insignificant amount. I mm-hmm. personally would like a little more. Um, yeah, but that's that's just like slight personal preference. Mm-hmm. But hey, also, um, if we're since you also asked about the show, Mason, uh, there, there's a lot of that in the show. There's a lot of him and it's, those are show. some of the best scenes in that. Yeah, first they're, they're so right? damn good. Yeah, yeah. So it Put really, me, watch it the really does not show. help that, that that Charlie Cox is the Daredevil I saw before Ben Affleck, because yeah, because you know how it should be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how the role should be played, and yeah. Affleck like looks the part. Hmm. And realistically, like it, you know, 
like again, like a lot of Green Lantern 2011, it's not like bad casting, really. It's it's it's, it's a terror. It, well, I mean, it's a director who I don't. We'll get into it at the end. We'll get into yeah. it at the end. I have yeah. problems. Okay. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Um, I think that finishes off yes, our non-spoiler section. I have, I have, I want to jump jump into these, Joey, because I have thoughts. Um, yes, I know you have thoughts, but in the meantime, uh, if you want to find out what next episode is of the podcast, and you're uh, t- uh, dipping out uh, for the end of our our, our non-spoiler discussion. Um, uh, you can find that at the at the end of this episode, which we did. I will say we did have we to had pre-record. To. Yes. Um. Because again, life things happen, and we have life. to schedule things weird. And we're going to be recording the next episode next week, so we got to like to accommodate. Uh, we I will say we are having a guest on the next two episodes, mm-hmm. and to accommodate both the guest and the end of the calendar year, um, uh, we have to record next week. And so I had to make sure that I could get the book in time. We recorded mm-hmm. the reveal earlier. Um, yeah. So and then so my life, my, then my personal life went very weird for this week. And yeah. so, and... Uh, so I'm really glad we pre-recorded that. Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, so Jacob already knows what the next two episodes are. Um, I think you got literally got the books in today, which is cool. Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Jacob already knows we won't be saying it personally on this recording, but it'll be in the pre-recorded stuff that you can find at the end of the episode. So that's all there. Uh, and that'll be the literally the last thing on this podcast episode. Yes. So, anyway. Um, all right. Let's let's right. let's do this. All right. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. Daredevil Volume Two. Two. Daredevil by Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen. Volume, volume Two. Um, we kick off on Daredevil number one seventy three. Daredevil goes berserk. Yes, um, which I yes. don't think is accurate at all, but all right. No, it isn't. But also, okay, Matthew Murdoch, why the fuck are you walking down an alley in New York at night alone? Because like, he is he is a daring devil. Yeah, but also it's like Matt. It also gives Miller an excuse to do the, 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 the horned silhouette behind him, and it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Yes, it looks cool. I mean, you can't, you can't override that. As long as it looks cool, you can't argue with it. Yes, so... <laughs> anyway, but yeah, he gets he gets uh, attacked down an alley. Um, he fights them as Matthew Murdock, which is fucking awesome. And uh, and then he changes into Daredevil, and that's, that's how the issue opens. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, let's see, is this who is this here? Uh, so, I forget. It's been a while since I started this. Uh, that's so, not Heather, right? Okay. It looks a little bit like Heather. I think it's just a girl. Who is that? Yeah, well, because this is the return. This arc is the return of the gladiator. But yes. it also no. isn't. It's not. It, because, yeah, there's this gladiator who is not that gladiator. It's a different gladiator. The mm-hmm. other gladiators also in. Okay. Miller does a lot here. He does. Um, and actually quite well. In yes. my opinion. Yes, quite well. Um, because the gladiator, who also happens to be in the neighborhood, coincidence, um, yeah, as, this, as this woman is attacked by this other sort of imposter gladiator, gladiator. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Mel- Melvin happens to be around at the time, and, uh, and, and he, he gets arrested. 
and mm-hmm. he gets he's framed for for attacking this woman uh which of course means that also matt is around because daredevil witnessed this whole thing and uh and so matt, matt changes is, clothes surprisingly quickly like he is a daring devil you can't you can't argue with that um so I, I also okay there's so many bits of this comic and i mean this in the best way right where there are just scenes that feel like a soap opera like like I can imagine this being staged, multi-camera setup with Melvin being arrested. It's like a you know we have the heart to heart, and you know I uh, I am going to issue a challenge. To no, no, fresh, to fresh face comics readers to oh, go good. back because because it's been happening. Uh, readers, I say listen, we're listeners, fresh face comics Wait, listeners. Oh, God, go, this... It's been happening since the very first episode of this podcast. Give me a count how many times. Jacob has compared comics to soap operas. Okay, but like this entire no, no, no. run, I agree, and you're right. Opera. But you have made this point so many damn times on this podcast. Look, because because am I? Listen, look, I can just imagine Matt Murdock as like the act break of an episode of a soap opera as they're going to cut to commercial coming in. Don't say a word, Melvin. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I can just imagine that. And there are so many moments in this entire book where like that happens. Um, like a moment later on where Foggy and an old client just burst in on Matt and Heather having an argument and it is a moment yeah. um, but, but yeah. meanwhile um, uh, Matt and uh, his one assistant uh, Becky um, yes. uh, who's, who is, uh, who's disabled she's wheelchair bound um, uh, they go to this uh, court office and um, uh, and, uh, and and they and they go to see Melvin, and at the very sight of Melvin, uh, uh, Becky faints uh, into into Matt's arms. Um, I don't know why she wouldn't just faint into the chair. And, and, like she faints so hard that she. Hey, Joey, what, we what, had a dis- we she, had a discussion that, about soap opera. We did, we did. But she, that's what's I happening. The, I love that the implication is that she has pushed herself up out of her chair and fallen into Matt's arms. Well, also, and no, she, oh, and well, she I, So I think what happened. The art isn't as clear as it could be. The, the chair is done in 90 degrees. She's she's flipped her chair over and fallen into Matt's arms. Yeah. Which also... <laughs> also raises some questions that nobody here knows that Matt is Daredevil and how he knew that she was falling and was able to catch her. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Look, Matt's, okay. the fact that Matthew this, Murdock this has whole, a secret identity, all right, is bullshit. This okay? whole page, this whole page is an enigma. I love it. Yes. Um, anyway, so so, <laughs> so then, okay, the so the issue that gets that gets pretty fucking deadly serious, actually. Um, yeah, uh, trigger warning for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky, um, in her past was um accosted by someone she believed to be melvin uh is responsible for who is responsible for the re- her being disabled and heavily implied it was a rape mm-hmm. heavily implied um and miller is kind of fascinating because this he then decides this issue is going to make matt murdoch the villain yeah yeah which is one thing that i think miller just did wonders for with 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 matt's character um is that he you know he matt can be wrong which was something that like you know it look older comics 
specifically ones from the 60s and phasing into the 70s. Especially uh, the ones written by Stan Lee. Yeah, worked weren't especially superheroes weren't especially good at being wrong they weren't especially good at being humans as as, as at making mistakes like humans do um well you having get, well you would get comics with a lot of depth like surprise mm-hmm. surprisingly really early superman yeah Time yeah is- and, and that depth is there definitely but i think like big steps like this were finally being made um and and like having matt be so especially wrong about this uh with, with when he talks to becky about this um he is shocked and angry that she did not report this assault when it happened um we you know you could draw that direct parallel to, to arguments that even happen today about yeah. such, uh, such events um, now i don't it's, think it's... miller goes perhaps as full as he maybe could but especially for the time period mm-hmm. i'd argue it's we're, we're still in what 1980 right yeah we're in early 80s to even have that to even attempt to have that conversation mm-hmm. and treat it with more tact than all of the dark knight strikes again yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like fuck it fucking miller you you enigma of a man i <laughs> um anyway yeah. so when you get a proper the... court scene we do for like a page uh matt is defending uh, Melvin, of course, which is nice, um, and uh, and 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 he gets a delay in the uh, in the court proceedings, which is lovely, um, and then he goes out as Daredevil at night to try to find out what's going on um, for a little bit. I, and... I oh, my God, I love listen, I I love the way that 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 Miller draws Daredevil. Like, yeah, yeah, especially, I, and I love this page layout, especially with like the way he's running there yeah. and then the one panel going into daredevil stepping on the one crook down yeah, there. Yeah, I fucking love that. That's so good. That's so fucking good. Oh my God. I also love that. That, that is actually the image of daredevil. They choose to use for the cover of this volume. It's great. Yes. It's, um, it's, it's, it's holy shit. It is. I never actually yeah. noticed that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I also, I, um, I thought I would be honest, I, because the three volume covers look kind of similar. I yeah. didn't really pay attention to this second cover. Oh no, uh, you should have, because it's actually really cool. Because you got yeah. the, the 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 sort of inverted inks, uh, the Electra Daredevil fight down there. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I the, mean, the cover on the back. It's nice. It's it's really lovely. It's good. It's just my brain was combining the covers because no, no that's understandable. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the covers look very similar, but it's just it's it's more a uniform thing than it is yes. like you know the covers literally being the same. Um, but anyway. So, we also have more soap opera drama with one very angry Foggy Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is is being very quiet and angry and and doesn't really want to Distant talk to Matt about wife. what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah. Matt is uh, trying to talk to uh, Foggy's wife and she's trying to help, and Foggy bursts in and he's all pissed off and. He doesn't. He doesn't want to explain to Matt what's going on or why he's pissed off because Matt should know, of course. Um, and uh, that's all we sort of get on that for now, actually. Um, but it's cool. It's nice to see that you know Miller is developing these relationships in the in the background. Um, but meanwhile, um, so you know, attentive readers have definitely noticed at this point that Melvin is being set up. Um, that there is another gladiator figure out there that is watching there's this uh, fantastic two pages with melvin of him rejecting the gladiator persona and being alone and him and matt having this interesting connection because of their loneliness 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's and that stark white panel on the bottom. Oh my god. The the help me please. Oh my god. Again, oh, Miller, fuck. what happened? It's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Um but yeah, uh, I love that. Um but yeah, also I was I was bringing up the uh the the fake gladiator then because he's been watching um uh Melvin's, Betsy. uh Betsy. Yeah, um and uh, and he goes to visit her then. He attacks her. <laughs> Betsy fucking stands up for herself. She's yeah. got a knife. She's got a knife and everything. It's great. I love it. <laughs> she um, she stabs him. She yeah, stabs him. She fucking gets the guy. It's awesome. Um, and yeah, the, the, she's able to defend herself for long enough that uh, it gathers the attention of her of her neighbors. Um, uh, the the fake gladiator uh, runs away, bursting through a window, and uh, in the investigation later. Uh, Daredevil is trying to help help out Betsy and of course Melvin as well in the process. Um, and yeah, he, he he goes on the hunt for this fake gladiator. Finally, um, he finally does so eventually. I don't think it's Josie's that he goes to actually. Basically, Josie. It's basic. It's 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 a bar. It's another sleazy bar where criminals hang out. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, um, and we have again fantastic action. Yeah. I will say one thing that I think Miller somehow improves on in this volume, especially as it goes on, is knowing in the action scenes when to cut even the thought bubbles and dialogue. And just yeah, yeah, let he the does action a, speak for itself. He does a lot more of those this volume, and it's actually really refreshing. I think some of that um, could be he is a little crunched for time. But oh, definitely. Yeah, the, so fact that, the fact that he is both writing and drawing is you know is is certainly not helping him right right here. But it, you know, oddly enough, I say it's not helping him. It actually is helping him. Uh, yeah, it, it, in its own way. It means he has to use the visuals to tell the story because he can't get bogged down in dialogue. Yeah, exactly, uh, and and it, it it's it significantly improves the the issue, the individual issues and these action sequences that that turn out really nice. Um, but yeah, he uh, uh, Daredevil defeats the the fake gladiator guy that is not only like dressed like a another version of the gladiator, but underneath looks in his like mask, it. like he looks a lot like Melvin too. Um, and so they catch the fake gladiator, and Matt then goes to visit uh, Becky again, and you get this really fucking brilliant scene um, that culminates in probably my favorite Matthew Murdoch line in this issue, possibly one of my favorites in the whole volume um, when he pushes this phone towards Becky and says, don't let him cripple you. And then he walks out and we spend these last, what, 10 panels here practically in silence as Becky sort of overcomes her fears and uh and calls the police and that is that yeah. is where the issue ends and it's it's, it's fucking a powerful satisfying ending and it's yeah again it's tackling something that even like nowadays it would it would turn some heads nowadays even it would yeah. turn some heads i mean it would piss a lot of people off and it would be very easy to fuck up and mm-hmm. I'll say Miller's not perfect with it no you know yeah it's not the absolute best but i mean fuck especially for the credit, time for, eight, for 81 due, he is yeah he is like attempting yeah it's um, impressive yeah yeah um yeah uh, and now we can do a bunch of ninjas yeah let's get some fucking ninjas in here daredevil 174 um i love this cover it implies this big team up between daredevil electra and the gladiator it doesn't happen but i like that you know <laughs> they're like here's here all these characters are at least in this issue <laughs> yes and electra has a lot to do because she has to pine over Daredevil um, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Anyway, so we open with Elektra. 
Um, yes, she it, is investigating a group called the Hand. Um, the Hand. Had had you heard of the Hand at all? Yes, before this? I had. I think they mentioned them in Daredevil season one, don't they? They do. They do, and I yeah. know they could be a big part of the Iron Fist show. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, so yeah, this would be. I'm pretty sure their very first appearance, first ever mentioned ever in, in comics, which is really awesome. Um, yeah, uh, Electra is looking into the Hand. Um, these guys who are are are. Um, are targeting her and as such are also targeting Matthew Murdoch, who's very close to Electra. Um, and they're, 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 they're tasked with killing them both. And uh, Electra becomes aware of this plot and finds herself on the next flight to New York. And uh, that brings us into, I love this title page, the assassination of Matt Murdoch, which is just so, so dramatic. It's wonderful. Um, also more court procedures, which is lovely to see um, once again, this for only like, one page, but it's it's nice to see again. <laughs> yeah, this this time, uh, Matt is demanding a delay in the proceedings to secure witnesses who can prove that the gladiator is innocent. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's it's a nice little it's a nice little moment before Matt goes all daredevil and finds himself um, finds himself recapping for himself and the audience where the where our characters are. Because yep. uh, you know, Foggy has some sort of a secret, uh, and but he, you know, he goes back to, I believe, um, he goes back to his apartment. Yeah, um, back to his apartment, and he and detects as, four heartbeats. Yes, these these ninjas that have surrounded him, and I love this moment when when he like starts to like prepare himself for battle, and the ninjas are like, "Oh God, he knows we're here. How? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah." <laughs> Um, get another great fight scene. Uh, Matt fights these ninjas, um, and as he as he sort of like pins one of them down to go to interrogate him, um, uh, the the ninjas around him begin to dissolve. Um, yeah, and that's an image. Yeah, literally like, dissolve, turn into like dust and smoke around him. Um, and yeah, it's just I don't know, it's a cool idea. It's just I love that. It's a <laughs> different take on the classic cyanide pills. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, as while Electra is... is watching, while one Mister Kingpin of Crime Wilson, this man is a giant. Do not get me in the same room as him. I will be murdered. Fisk. Um, <laughs> look, I know. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, Joe. Here's the problem. So the Spider Verse movies, right? I know. I think we did. We bring this up last time. We might have. We, we might have. have. <laughs> my brain is. My look. Look. You know how it's been for me this week. My brain is all over the place right now. See, um, I, I'm surprised. Like you, you, you went for that. I, 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 I think. I think I would go for like I don't know if we're coming with funny middle names for Wilson. I'd call him like Wilson Cardor Fisk. Cardor Fisk. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> um. If we're talking about, especially in, in reference to like ways he's murdered people, you know. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. He's he's plotting. He's scheming in the background and uh, thinking of of taking on Daredevil because Daredevil is a thorn in his side. More on that later. Um, Matt so, then goes to uh, talk to his good friend Fogart Nelson. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what did you just call him? I called him Fogart Nelson. Um, that's his full name, right? <laughs> Um, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, mind you, the hand are stalking him. Electra saves his ass without noting, without him realizing. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's there's this great, like this great intercut of action. Well, Matt and Foggy have this amazing heart to heart. Um, 
basically about the fact that, hey, we don't have enough money to pay the bills, and I'm a failure. Uh, you are way better at lawyering than me. And the drama. Yeah. The drama. Also, there's now a re- Now read it in the voice of John Favreau. I don't think I can do a John <laughs> Favreau impression. <laughs> um... Anyway, um, so yeah, so Electra is 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 uh, is fighting the hand uh, these ninjas that have been following Matt outside. Then a fucking uh, uh, rocket bomb. lands, yeah, a bomb thing lands in the middle of the apartment, um, hospitalizing Matthew, um, where his 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 girlfriend Heather comes to see him. Then um, I love Heather's outfits throughout this volume. They're like right, yeah, they are just they are choices, and they are, they are. the correct they are. choices. They are. Uh, so we find out. Oh no, Matt's radar senses are gone. Yep. This, uh, the, the, yeah, this bomb like knocked out his radar sense somehow, and that's again more classic drama. It's wonderful. Um, and uh, meanwhile, uh, Electra is uh, still hunting down so, hand. Yeah, uh, and is still. Electra oh, no, 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 realizes... oh, no, 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 she, she she attacks. Sorry, go ahead. So Electra. So okay, this is another Miller has a lot of moving parts. Electra and Matt realize that the hand realize separately that the hand are after Gladiator. Um, so Electra is going to bust him out of the prison transport vehicle, give him his equipment so they can fight the ninjas. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what they do. And then yeah. Matt joins the fray, but Matt has to like rely on heartbeats alone. That's uh, a really cool idea, actually. Yes. I would love. I, I love that. I think that's awesome. Um, and yeah, uh, as uh, as as the three of them fight off the hand, uh, they they eventually uh, retreat. Some of them turn to, to smoke, I imagine, and uh, they uh, they return to uh, their, their 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 masters, presumably. Yes. Um, and their leader, who is I don't know how to say this name. It's Kir- Kirigi. I, I I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Mr. Pink Ninja Man. Yes, um, pink, pink, and it's... pink ninja man uh, comes in and kills the three ninjas on sight, and is given his task to go after Electra, and that is where we end the issue. Um, going into Daredevil one seventy five. Okay, look, look. I know Frank Miller was probably just really horny. When he drew this first page, yeah, he was hor- it's horny, but also, I mean, genuinely nice, nice drawing, <laughs> nice drawing, but also a horny drawing, very horny drawing. But hey, it can it, be both. Yeah, credit where credits due. Um, it's it's the first preview of Frank Miller's impossible proportions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Daredevil, uh, not Daredevil, Electra is uh, is is wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> And is uh, her underwear. I don't even think it's a baby. I just think it's her underwear. I don't think Miller knows how underwear works. Um, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. So uh, <laughs> she's stretching and she feels Matt's presence there. So she throws a fucking uh, sword. What, what did we say they were called? I forget. Thighs. Thigh. That's it. We look, I know we looked it up last time. I think they also say it at some point in this volume. They do. They do. Yeah, which is cool. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, so she throws a sigh at him and, uh, um, and, uh, they, they, they talk about fighting the hand, I guess. I forget. <laughs> and, 
Oh man, this is good. This is a great episode so far. Well, um, it's 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 relationship drama, yeah. um, and it's yeah, about it's a... their relationship, and yeah. it's all about how oh no, I have lost my radar sen- radar senses, um, so, and Alexa's like, I don't, I don't care. You can go be look. Alexa's position she... is look, Matt, you're hot, but I'm not that damaged. Okay. Yeah, um, she kicks so, so she literally kicks him out a window, and Matt's like, "Wow, what a woman!" And <laughs> I must have uh, her. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, uh, we get we we literally I think are these the exact panels from last time? Yeah, They're, yeah. Yes. Miller just copies the exact last page of the previous issue into and this issue. Also, we need to remind it. Remember that Matthew Murdoch fucks. He does. He does. This is one of many dates where he stands up Heather Glenn, who really should dump his ass by this point. But um, also, Heather's a bit of a bitch herself that we we, we see. Yeah, um, she's like uh, she's kind of a disaster in her own right. Yeah, um, yeah. It, I think it, it just look. It's a really bad relationship on both sides. I think Matt and Electra should just start fucking again, and everything will be right in the world. Um, I mean, meanwhile, it, 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 they sure everything will definitely be right in the world. Meanwhile, that's not a, a couple with problems either. Um, meanwhile, Foglins and Nelson is being uh, followed by another hand assassin, uh, which Daredevil thankfully swoops in and defeats and, ki- and knocks out before, uh, before multiple times. Yeah, before Foggy can be. Uh, can first, be killed. there's one that's going to shoot him with a bow and arrow. And then there's one that's going to stab him through the window of a taxi. Mm-hmm. And Foggy uh, doesn't notice any of this either. No, like, he doesn't great, see anyone coming after him. He doesn't see Daredevil fighting these so guys in broad funny. daylight. Yeah, it's great. Um, but we do also see this time to notice that, uh, that, that Matt is, is not exactly the sharpest with his skills right now. Because again, radar sense is kind of lost. Um, it's really cool. Uh, so yeah, I, just, I don't know. I like that little detail. Uh, he then... Uh, so he, he finds this business card mm-hmm. um, for Yukifuni Oddities. Um, and it's uh, it's apparently the lamest excuse of, for a red herring that he's ever touched. Um, yeah, so it's like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what it's trying to imply, actually. Or... Um, I, I think, I think, I think it's Pig Latin for funky oddities. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, only funky is, is actually in Pig Latin. Anyway, whatever. So Electra comes here and, and, and I guess takes the card for herself. Um, and is going to go right into the trap while Foggy has to be in court without Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has to figure out what he has to do here without Matt. And, it, and he's it, just it, a straight line. Like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> um, but then Electra goes to see uh, the, uh, the, the, whoever this guy is that, that was working with the hand. Um, uh, supplying like weapons to them and everything. She, uh, then kills multiple hand assassins that are waiting for her there. Um, a la and, Polonius. Yep. And, uh, and also kills the guy with the weapons, uh, fights off many, many more hand assassins at the same time. Uh, Daredevil is joining the fray 
as well. Uh, we also cut back. Still can't catch a break in court. Yep, Fogel Nelson is still struggling. Um, and uh, these names are just going to get more ridiculous as the. I I, I imagine I imagine they will. We're recording a little bit later than normal, and I think that's it's it's either going to elevate or or. Deeply, it's just going to add to the or, chaos. Or, or, or drop the, the quality of this episode. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, um, more great action because, you know, Miller's crushing the action, especially when he's drawing like Matt and Electro working together. Um, yes. Yeah, fucking awesome. Um, I, I do love this bit when uh, when, 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 when Fangle uh, is, is looking over his notes <laughs> in, 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 the, in the courtroom and he's like, Your Honor, the defense moves for a mistrial. For a mistrial. <laughs> <laughs> which which is which is actually what what wins him the uh the 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 day at the at the end of the yeah. day it's yeah and it's the, it's the correct decision i also imagine that he's trying to translate these notes from braille because yeah. like oh, oh my god yeah, i didn't even think about that because yeah. like it's implied that these are matt's notes yeah that makes and, a lot of sense i like, love that, i don't actually. think matt writes yeah i love that i love that implication i hadn't thought about that actually <laughs> So Foggy, yeah. Foggy, who is a good lawyer, right? Like, let's yeah. let's let's be honest, Foggy, good lawyer, is having to translate from a bunch of dots. Yeah, yeah, that he definitely has no clue how to read. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, um, so Electra and Matt make their way to the uh, the, the 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 Pink Ninja Man. Uh, they kill the Yep, they kill the Pink Ninja Man, and. Uh, uh, um electro leaves <laughs> i guess um yeah she got what she wanted um so uh uh matt through all this because once again he's fighting extra hard harder than he normally does because you know no radar sense uh literally passes out right in front of electra after trying to be like you're a cold-blooded assassin i'm take like he's trying to flirt but he can't yeah um yeah um, yeah so uh, but then Matt finally makes his way to the courtroom uh, where he meets with uh, Heather and Fondle Nelson, who uh, who's like, hey, Matt, it's you know, it was right in front of us the whole time. Well, was it Stolting versus uh, versus West decision of 32? Um, and basically that that's that's what got them the mistrial. And, uh, and and basically they won. And it's nice. It's fucking awesome. Um, and also Kingpin is plotting. And that's. That's where the issue ends. There's a uh, bunch of Kingpin is plotting for this. There volume. is. There is. It takes a while for him to actually become active in this. But it is kind of cool that like that Miller hasn't forgotten about the implications yeah. of the of the end of gang war. That like he still pretty much owns New York's crime. Like it's it's really cool. It's a cool idea. Um, yeah. Anyway, bring us into uh, Daredevil 176. And oh my God, Jacob. I can win a Columbia 10-speed racer? Yes! Yes! <laughs> Details inside. Jacob, I can't fucking pass this up. That's the end of the episode, man. I gotta fucking win this. You gotta thing. win this bike? Um, <laughs> that's my worst fucking joke. I'm done. Quit. <laughs> anyway. I, I think you've probably made worse jokes. I probably have. <laughs> but also, I don't think... Have we ever had that where, like, there's just, like, an, an ad that was just not removed at all from an issue cover like that? Uh, like, we had one for Superman 2, I believe, in... I want to say oh. Titans. In a new Teen Titans oh, issue. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were advertising... See, at least that was a relevant ad, though. This is just, yeah, like... That was irrelevant. This they were just uh, like, come and get your fucking bike! Like, it's just... Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, but they weren't making Marvel movies back then. 
Yeah, yeah, true. They were making Spider-Man and his amazing yeah. friends. Come on, yeah, go go watch Spider-Man cartoons or shitty live-action 70s Spider-Man. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> actually getting into it, um, Pink so, Ninja Man... Isn't dead. Uh, is not dead. Still has a sword... Uh, uh, lodged um, in jab through his his abdomen, I believe. Um, yes, and is uh is kind of like just just making his way through through the city, trying to find a place where it is safe to remove this giant sword from his abdomen, and he does so. Yes. Meanwhile, Meanwhile <laughs> it's a rainy night, and we have to have soap opera drama out oh, on the ledge. Look at that! Look at look at. Heather standing there in the in the rain with the wind. Matt all sad without his mask on, leaning over the side of the balcony. Oh, it's beautiful. Love it. Love the drama. Heather thinks she can fix him. I literally, literally, I can fix him. Moment. However, uh, I don't think she can. Um, <laughs> there's only one person that can fix him, and that's Foggy. Probably, yeah. honestly. Yeah. 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 Um. um yeah, but it's like, oh no, my radar sense is gone again. Um, so, oh wait, no, wait, no. Wait, this is also where, uh, where they, uh, where, where mention we get our first, we get our first mention. Man. We get our first mention. There's an old man that taught Matt back in the day named Stick, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that's at least that was at least exciting for you to read. I was like, like oh yes, yes. I was I was wondering when Stick would show up because I knew he was a Miller creation. He's a Miller creation uh, indeed. Um, he also does have. A live action appearance in uh in the in the 2003 Ben Affleck Daredevil verse, um, uh in in the in the 2005 Electro movie Wait, as what? played why? as played yeah I don't know why he's there but he's there and he's played by Terrence fucking Stamp. Ter they dragged Terrence Stamp into that. It's I'm telling you, man, it's the curse of those exact kind of comic book movies where they get great people to play these roles. They I don't Terrence yeah, Stamp I, I deserve better. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Anyway, so yeah, uh, let's see. Um, Electra is still, or Electra is being followed by Pink Ninja Man. Um, meanwhile, uh, Matt goes out for his nightly harassment of Turk. Um, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I imagine he just does this every fucking night. I mean, um, that's what's implied. This time, he just shows up behind Turk and is like, <laughs> he's like just having a soda or whatever. <laughs> like, um, and uh, and and uh, Matt uh, is actually like hit on the back of the head by a guy with a gun because um, you know he didn't sense that obviously. And Turk gets the jump on Matt, and then Josie comes out with a fucking shotgun, shotgun. and is like, "If you're gonna kill him, not in here. <laughs> you have broken my window too many times. Get the fuck outside, Turk." And so uh, yeah, and so they they drag him outside, which gives and Matt the a time rain. to recover, I guess. Well, no, the rain allows him to hear the sound of objects around him. Yes, yeah, which is weird. I feel like that would be directly tied to his radar sense. Yeah, the radar sense already makes no sense, okay? Yeah, yeah, it just, you know, if you don't want to just handicap his abilities, I guess this is just how you do it, but I guess if you're going to specifically tie it to the radar sense, then don't yes. try to explain that he can still see people in the rain. It just, it's just uh, We also glossed over a full two pages of Heather being Heather, and then yes. deciding she's gonna go find stick too so she puts on she's so i mean i guess this this reference point is a bit early because it's only 81 she cosplays eponine from lame is yep <laughs> um and goes into a pool hall 
um, <laughs> to to you know try to find stick. Fucking, offers... fucking packing too. She points a gun at this guy in here. Yeah, like <laughs> now this guy is going. You know, is has ill intent, shall we say? Yeah, um, I, I would imagine. Yeah, um... but it's like. Yeah, no, I also have a gun. I think Heather's just kind of, you know, not sane. No, no, not in the slightest. There's a particularly unhinged scene later on. I can't remember exactly what issue it's in. It might be the next one, actually, now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, she just gets weirder and weirder as this as this volume goes along. Um, but meanwhile... Um, Turk. Turk. Is going to rob... Uh, the Cord conglomerate for cybernetics. Mm -hmm. No relation to Ted Cord. Uh, no, nope. obviously. <laughs> and there's just like a trap door in this building. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Um... So this poor janitor is just like doing his sweeping, complaining like you know, like like an ancillary Shakespeare character, and suddenly he has a gun in his face. Uh huh. Um, yeah, so uh, Turk does that. Um, meanwhile, uh, Matt is uh, uh, out looking for stick, stick as well, uh, but also being followed by these uh, these these two other crooks that uh, that then get stabbed, the straight up murdered by Electra, who is also being followed by Pink Ninja Man. Yeah, there's uh, like a lot. How many of you? Okay, we're at one, two, three, five. Five yeah. separate parties? Yeah, yeah. All like following and stabbing and shooting each other and it's 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 a whole thing. I love it. Um It's almost a comedy. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah, it almost feels yeah, it, it feels really funny. It's like it's like one of those like Scooby Doo bits where it's just like Daredevil running down the hall, two guys also follow, Electra stabs those guys, she runs down the hall, and then the pink ninja guy follows her as well. <laughs> yes. Um, so everyone converges on this place called Duke's. Where an old man called Stick wins at pool, gets a gun in his face from Heather, while Matt as Daredevil arrives through the window. Like, this, the climax of this issue. It gets, goes it gets insane. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Um, like, that, Stick so, whacks fucking Matt in the face. Uh, after Matt saves him from, you know, two of the people he was playing pool with. Suddenly, Turk in a cybernetic exoskeleton bursts the this fuck in. This is Turk's final form. This yes. <laughs> and then he gets immediately knocked out by Daredevil. And I oh, truly well, cannot Electra. imagine a better setup and payoff to that. <laughs> oh, wow. Electra is outside, gets attacked by Kirigi, gets into a giant semi and runs the fucker over, and then runs the semi itself into the Hudson River. Mm-hmm. Kirigi goes on fire and is still fighting, and then is actually dead, we think. And that's where the issue ends. Like, that's it, yeah. And then you see the cover for 177, and just when you thought it couldn't get any weirder, you get that. With a little blurb on the side that says, Yes, we did. We dared to publish this, the most offbeat story of the year. So This, my... this Stanley-ass fucking promotional blurb. Um, with an advertisement at the top, beginning September 12th on NBC, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Look at that. Oh my god. What a what a strange time this was. <laughs> yes. So this is one of the issues where Frank Miller has dropped a bunch of acid. Yep. 
And um, I'm really the, here for it. It's the Daredevil <laughs> training arc. Yeah. Um, uh, he's lost his, his, his radar sense, and Stick is here to train him again, supposedly. Is it bad um, that I kind of prefer the way Stick is presented in the show than in the comics? It's, it's understandable. I mean, I think he's a bit, he lacks a bit of depth here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, he's still a fun character. He's fun. He's fun. You can see the, like, you can see the, you can see the basis of a really strong character here, at least. Yes. Um, cause yeah. So this is, Matt needs to relearn his radar sense. Like, uh-huh. that's he does this by arc. stick continually having him, uh, shoot a bone arrow at a, at a, at a at target. A target. Uh, meanwhile, Matt is uh, hallucinating uh, the entire time, hallucinating his childhood, uh, his his father, um, school bullies, uh, and you know All, typical oh, things. And here. the way Miller draws this is: first off, uh, the colors outside of everything but Matt go go monochrome, basically, mm-hmm. with which goes so hard. I love that. Yeah, it was like the occasional pop of like yellow, um, mm-hmm. but like Matt is drawn as an as adult Matt. Uh-huh. So like, but still with like the size of little kid Matt. Yeah. So the like, so it looks all sorts of kind of fucked up because mm-hmm. there are like children who, by comparison, look like giants. Yeah. Uh, also, Matt's dad is larger than life. It's a fascinating sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's this whole idea of like, ah, you need to, you need to clear your mind, or they will kill you. Um. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely a voice and, that Stick would have. Yeah, uh, and uh, and meanwhile, it is this issue. Yeah, oh Heather my God. Heather's up to some shit. Yeah, so <laughs> again, in true soap opera character fashion, she's a woman who is bored in New York so City. She, so she calls her fuck boys, I guess. Like, yes, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but also J. Jonah fucking Jameson. Yes, and we are so we're st- this is we're beginning a plot line that properly that will is only that, res- is that an ambulance outside here. Please? Yes, let's make. I'm a- not, cu- I'm not cutting not- it. No, fuck it. Oh, um, J. Jonah Jameson is here. Sorry, go on. <laughs> we uh, blah, words. Um, <laughs> fuck me. God, I'm losing it. Um, <laughs> so there's a plot line that begins here. With the mayoral elections of New York City, with one um, Randolph Winston Cherry, but Cherry mm-hmm. with like an well, H Cherry with an H end. at the end. Yeah, it, it yeah. makes no sense. I, I don't know. Uh, but you know, he's three times ta- he he graduated first in his graduating class at West Point, three times decorated for valor in the Korean conflict as councilman, a dedicated, uh, untiring soldier in the war against crime. He, he's a mayoral candidate, and at the bugle, J. Jonah Jameson fascinating other side to him here uh brings in you know ben urich um and says hey this could this article you're writing and wanting to publish on cherry could lose us the bugle it's um but um one of those just like you know he says like you know make sure you get your facts straight you know like just you you have to know what you're doing here jameson at his heart is a good person yeah Yep. Especially so now that we have, you know, d- more developed Jameson. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there isn't um, a Spider-Man to be like, I got rid of those pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, um, but meanwhile, Matt is still tripping balls. Um, he is uh, uh, 
he's he's reenacting the events of of getting blinded uh by pushing the old man out of the way and getting the radioactive materials inside his eyes and all that um and he's still trying to shoot the target at the same time and he keeps missing and also also, it's it's heavily implied that like this issue takes place over the course of like a long time like yeah some sort of time is passing because the article gets published and cherry meets with the kingpin Mm-hmm. Uh, who has very much been helping him out this whole time? Who's like, oh, um, who is is in the best Vincent Nocker voice? Don't worry, I'm either going to buy the bugle or kill it. Um, and so we then find at the offices of Nelson and Murdoch, they've been uh, ransacked. Yeah, yeah, Mister Newfangled Nelson and Becky uh, in, in, investigate uh their Some offices that worse every time they do um and so yeah they, they they see that their offices have been ransacked and that's that um meanwhile stick is still just beating matt's face with a fucking stick <laughs> well matt is also being a depressed whiny little bitch okay i want you to look in the collected edition at the bottom of page 106 the second to last panel stick in the back there is just giving off big uh uh john d sandman vibes yes yes <laughs> it's weird it's weird anyway um matt tripping balls again literally fighting his father in the ring um <laughs> it's awesome it's actually really really cool um and then because like, then matt's dad turns into a literal devil yep fucking giant fucking dungeons and dragons monster thing here um looks really cool yeah, but I then <laughs> Foggy Nelson, fuck up Nelson. Uh, and, no, no, he's not a fuck and... up here. He's brilliant here. Um, and uh, he, yeah, he, he somehow uh, was like, "Well, you caught us at a bad time, Mister Jameson. My partner and I are, shall we say, between offices. However, you were to advance us the necessary funds to open a new office downtown. Um, and then we so, go one of those like classic like Jameson moments where he's like, "Fucking ridiculous! Of course I'll do it." Yeah. You know? <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. He, yeah, he actually so he actually goes for it. Um, meanwhile, Heather and her fuckboys... Um, is that a cocktail uh, party? Yep. Uh, it, uh, this fucking scene is so weird, dude. <laughs> so she's, like, with these guys. Um, she's, like, flirting with them all. And well, as Rico she, like... insults... Insults Matthew Murdoch, so... Yeah, and so she dumps her drink on his head. And, and, just, and she goes home. And that's this the end of that plot. This woman is insane. This <laughs> woman is insane. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Um, anyway, meanwhile, uh, Matthew beats up his sleep paralysis demon. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he's it able to hit great. the target then. And, and good for him. Um, and then Stig's like, I did it, didn't I? I hit the target. It's like, oh, anybody can do it once. So then Matt he, does it twice, thrice, yes. four times. And, and he keeps each going. time splitting the arrow at the middle, quite literally. Um, and then uh, Stick is going to just straight up shoot Matt as he's removing the arrows, and he's able to dodge it and make sure the arrow hits the target. And it's it's cool. Matt has his radar sense back. It's nice. All he had to do was drop acid. Um, the, yeah, basically. Drop acid with an old blind man. And meanwhile, Kingpin is plotting, and he actually decides to start doing something here. He wants Electra found for some reason and that is where we end that issue going into daredevil 178 178. so So, yeah 
this one probably Electra... on up? the cover. Daredevil meets oh, yeah, Daredevil. Power Man and Iron Fist. Like, uh, I mean, I get the point of it. Like, he has his radar sense back on the cover, so like you don't really see them. But I, I actually want them on the cover. Like, yeah, I didn't. I, I'm gonna be honest. Didn't realize it was supposed to be them until you pointed yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, I, that would that would that would that would definitely go over one's head, especially if one wasn't super familiar with the character. Yeah, like and I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so anyway, point being, uh, Electra's fucking up some some guys. Uh, these are specifically specifically uh, Kingpin's guys um, uh, that have gone after her, and there's a note there waiting for her. Um, uh, this is if you are alive to read this you are as deadly an assassin as i have been told i should like to discuss with you employment opportunities in my organization and uh and so she sees that and, and goes to meet with i don't know why i only decided halfway through to start doing d'onofrio I, anyway i think you kind um, of have to ease into it it's, it's you it's do well, i don't know maybe it's maybe. a hard voice it's, it's a hard voice to do and it's easy to like over pitch to completely so to somewhere completely differently oh i'm, I'm totally willing to admit that i i, I sometimes just like go on like like tirades where i just like read through vincent d'onofrio's twitter uh like like just tweets that he's made just at in his kingpin voice i mean <laughs> it's fun to do it's a really fun thing to do it just just take some time and do it it's, it's a good time anyway um so uh so matt is uh running through the city reflecting on events recently um now with his, his radar sense back. Uh, meanwhile, Kingpin is uh, meeting with Cherry. Uh, and they're up to some shenanigans, I imagine. Um, it's like, well, we can, we can, we can, we can go after Nelson and Murdoch. Mm -hmm. um, that should be easy. So, <laughs> Foggy realizing first off, first off. So the Kingpin, you know, sends sends men to just interrupt this private conference. And mm -hmm. Matt's like, I'm a poor blind man, oh dear, you seem to have all fallen the fuck over. <laughs> like, I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't expecting this book to be as funny as it is. Like, it is, yeah, yeah, it's genuinely funny at times. I love it. It's like intentionally so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, see, but Miller can do comedy. Actually, good comedy sometimes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so uh, changes into Daredevil, attacks the men again, while Foggy is like, well, I need some bodyguards. And so he goes He goes to hire uh, the heroes for hire, Iron Fist and Luke Cage, Power Man, um, who are eating Luke Cage pizza. in a particularly 1970s-esque costume. Yep. Um, um, yeah. I will uh, say one, I'm a, one thing that's kind of annoying this pizza gag, my god, that is aged so poorly. Like, because 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 the joke is Foggy's fat and he can't control his appetite, guys. See, I don't know. I I, I at least find like the inner monologue kind of funny. <laughs> the, the inner monologue's a little funny, but it's it's yeah. a weird gag. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, he eats like the last slice of pizza on them as they're debating helping uh, Matt and Foggy. Um, and it's like, so, hey, yeah. They need money, so they're gonna do it. Um, yeah. So that evening, Matt, working late, uh, gets approached in his office by several other members of the Kingpin's gang. Mm -hmm. Walking in at the same time is uh, is 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 Matt and Matt and uh, and 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 uh, Flarp's new uh, bodyguards. Uh, uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Um, I actually do have to ask now that we're actually on these uh, 
on these characters. These yes, um, issues. Uh, what, what what was your history with these characters, uh, Luke Cage and the so Iron Fist? So I knew they had TV shows. It's true. In uh, in what particular line of of uh, TV shows, Jacob? It's just a television line for mm -hmm. an oh, internet yeah, streaming yeah. service. Yeah, um, just a yeah. random one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working on it, Joey. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Hey, hey! I How long ago progress. was that Daredevil bonus episode? How long ago was it, Joey, um, Joey? Joey, 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 I'm working. You know the plan is that the next, not the next bonus episode, but the one after. I know. Going back to that universe. And I really made, want to talk about these shows again, though. Is the thing I have um, made progress. You should be happy. I've made fairly good progress until I believe in you. I believe the things you. that happened this week happened. I know. Um, I know they happened. Um, a literal matter of life and death. Um, God damn so, it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, so did you know anything about, about Luke Cage um, and Iron Fist, though? So, I knew, I knew that Luke Cage was one of the early black superheroes. Mm -hmm. um, was he the first? I believe the first to ever get his own book. First to ever get his own book. Right, because Black Panther was in a, yeah. like, debuted he, in like a different book like, yeah it was like the jungle action it was called yeah so. yeah yeah and i knew iron fist as a character comes from sort of a history of kung fu movies mm -hmm. but is also like has some baggage um out of universe baggage because of that history um, well, so he Danny Rand is an American character. Um, well, is, is meant to be sort of like Asian American. Um, is he really? Yeah. Why did they hire the guy, the, the very white guy, to play him? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Finn Jones isn't like bad, and like you know, it, you could, you know, play it off the way it is in the show. It's, it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. Um, so that's I, all you, I, you, I knew you, you, Cage, you didn't know anything. I, I, I knew Luke Cage was bulletproof. Okay. And did I, you know anything about, about uh, Danny? I didn't. I might have... I don't know if I saw the first episode of Luke Cage just in isolation. Mm, okay. Like, immediately when it came out. Because I, I, I know I tried to watch Jessica Jones, and I made it, like, an episode or two in. Luke Cage is also in Jessica Jones. That could be what I'm thinking of, too. That might have been. Uh, yeah, because he's in those first couple episodes. Yeah. It's... This is... Getting close to a like a I, I guess probably what a decade now ish. I don't oh, know, oh don't oh, don't say that. Yeah, you're right though. That was 2015. Yeah, we're like we're fuck. Oh years. god, you can't say that. We're moving on. Anyway, <laughs> Danny and Luke come <laughs> Can in. Can I just like scare you off with the concept of the passage of time? <laughs> it's just it sounds so weird because those shows are still like so new and beautiful to me. They are not. They're getting close to a decade old. I Joey. know. I know. It's weird. It's just weird to think about. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yes. they, they, uh, yeah, they rescue, uh, Matt from these, these, these other, uh, the Kingpin's guys. Um, and then they are dragged to court the next day, which, okay. I don't know. The image of these two superheroes in court is just hilarious. Like, <laughs> cause like the courtroom scenes have largely tried to stay grounded and real. Like, yeah, everybody's yeah. in suits, but then you have luke cage and iron fist who run into their boss jaren um who actually if so you said you watched the first couple episodes of jessica jones yes uh you may know do you remember uh carrie ann moss's character in jessica jones uh uh, uh jerry hogarth 
I believe so. She, she was... is a she's a, a sort of gender swapped version of this character. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I think I know you're talking about. You're talking about like the, the, the lesbian. Yes, yeah, yeah. Carrie yes. Ann Moss. It's, it's been a decade, guys, and I. I, I oh no, I, I get it. I get it. Just watch the fucking show. Anyway, <laughs> I'm working on it. We're getting there. I promise. Mm -hmm. this, this, this is all. This is all these fucking Marvel episodes turn into is just me fucking yelling at you to it's watch. That's not gonna happen next time. It's, I know it's coming next, and that can't happen next time. I know. I know. I, I'm sure I can still find a way, though. <laughs> you um, can't find a way anyway. to make it naturally occur. Oh wow, we're not even halfway through this book. Yet. No, we're Jesus. not. Uh, uh, who we got this? Okay, so uh, <laughs> Matt uh, uh, senses uh, danger around. I think. Yeah, danger. Yeah, because yeah, the um, Kingpin's men. So they split up. He jumps down an elevator shaft, um, uh, and uh, and uh, 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 Danny and Luke then interrogate uh, Mister Cherry. Meanwhile, outside Kermit Balloon, um, because it's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, I think. I yeah, think. Uh, probably. I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, which again, just this image of Luke Cage and Iron Fist in the crowd. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. So, so you know, Cherry's yeah, Cherry's got the checks that would implicate him in criminal behavior um and he's you know he's making a swap during the parade with a bag of jelly beans but a child a child screws it up um <laughs> so true. we get some action iron fist and daredevil fight for a bit because due to obviously. a horrible misunderstanding um that happens and, uh, a lot in the Marvel universe, it seems. Yeah, yeah. I do like this bit though, where like like Danny and Matt are just continually complimenting each other on their own fighting skills. It's funny. I like it. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, as the fighting comes to a close, Luke saves uh, the, the the kid falling Sheldon. from yeah, who is the guy who yeah. had the checks initially and was going to testify, and yeah. um, it turns out. Um, uh, and it turns out that this issue ends on a sad thing where he's going to hand over the checks, but uh, oh no, they slipped out and are now somewhere potentially shredded and destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so we then we then we then, we then end the issue, uh, uh, closing out our Electra plot for today. Uh, Electra goes to see the kingpin, and he they have much to discuss. Much to discuss, um, and that is where we end the issue. Uh, going into Daredevil number one seventy nine. Oh my God, Jacob! It happened again. I can win another Columbia ten speed, 10 -speed racer. racer. Yeah. <laughs> also, this might be this might be my favorite cover of the collection. It's like, really damn good. Yeah, I, lo <laughs> I love this or the one eighty cover. Oh, uh, the one eighty cover. Yeah, yeah. But it, this it, is it, it is a Ben Urich issue. Yeah. So yeah, we really get Ben Yurik back in a larger capacity because he's had some yeah. appearances here. Yeah, especially since he only had like you know one really sig really significant issue last time. Uh, good to have that here as well. Um, uh, yeah, he, he uh, 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 Ben goes to this movie theater to go meet with uh, meet with somebody. Uh, to, and to... turns out the guy she, he meets with gets stabbed in the uh -huh. back. You know what I always love? Because Miller actually does it a couple times with his art throughout this. I, I imagine it's a Comics Code Authority thing, but it actually makes a lot of sense that when he has Electra stab somebody or somebody gets stabbed with Electra's blades, um, that the blade doesn't go fully through their clothes. 
that it like yeah. causes this sort I of mean, like lip in their clothes that it like stabs through and it doesn't break the clothing itself. And, and again, again, it's probably a comics code thing. Realistically. Is, uh, but like it's, it's a clever way around the comic code. Yeah. And it actually Especially, makes a lot of sense and actually probably makes it more dramatic. Yeah. Um, but, but it also tightens up on blood and allows then a page later for the longest, the longer blade of the side to actually have this, a very nice pop of red. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Which nice. Because um, who colored this issue? Who colored this? I think, I think this issue might be Klaus Jansen on colors. Uh Oh, that's right. it doesn't give the specific credits for this one. Of course. Yes, I, I'm going to check um, the front of the book because I know they let. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, the, yeah. From this to the end of the book, it's Klaus Jansen doing all the colors. Yeah. It's good shit. It's, 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 really, it's really, good. really, really good. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of this is done actually. I, I love this issue because it's 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 done through like Ben Urich's narration, um, through him like telling a story. It's really nice. Um, and it does kind of set you up for this sort of like false expectation where one can assume that this is not going to end well, and it doesn't. And really, it's the fault of the following issue. Yeah, um, we'll get to it. But we'll get to what's it. what's great is we build up. It's like we we for for those who may be coming in late. Uh, we give a back. Ben gives his his backstory of who he was and the story about how his greatest story that will never see print. All while he calls in his now new friend Daredevil, uh, and tells him about Elektra. Um, mm. And you have this entire point where Ben is still investigating, um, all through all of this madness, even going um, directly to Cherry to confront him. Uh, Cherry, who is in the gym pumping iron, um, yep. which is kind of a striking image because Cherry's like this old-looking man. Um, yeah, but uh, he's he's fucking crushing it here. <laughs> and and Daredevil wants um, to come in and save Ben. Yeah. Um, 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 yeah. He yeah he he gets Ben out of this, um, and uh, and then and then uh. uh Matt and Ben begin working like very closely together. Um, all and while then ben... ben finds this crazy bag lady. Uh huh. A bag lady. We. I I really got to know. Did you put together who it was? Oh yeah. No. I okay. I it immediately clicked mm. because of the good way shit. the character because of the way the character ended last one. I'm like, oh, that's Vanessa. Like, yeah. I do love the narration that immediately accompanies it. The oh, bag lady, just a lousy, smelly bag lady. I was expecting maybe royalty, you know. It's like the the issue plays it off like nothing, other than the fact that she takes up almost the entire page. Yeah, um, um, cool. it might also really it might also be taking a trick from Sweeney Todd. Mm, oh, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's Ooh, that's, that's my right. Yeah, I, yeah, very possible. That is also a second Sondheim. Why am I referencing Sondheim so much tonight? It is also the best Sondheim musical. This um, is true. You you can bring it up literally whenever. Um, yes. Uh, anyway, Ooh, man, I, will have, to, I, will have to I, a, I will have to work in a Sweeney Todd parody for one of my bits at some point. Ooh, um, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. You did Little Shop already. I did Little Shop, which is, which is uh, my favorite musical ever. So I thank you for that. Um, anyway, uh, uh, but yeah. So, and then I'm, Ben has I'm, this I'm, scene with his wife. Yes. And it is so sweet and it so is. cute. And my heart dropped. I'm like, oh, I know what's coming. 
right like, it's I, like it's it's like it's it's like that old tv show trope it's like you know if if the episode op- opens on like a flashback to like your favorite character's backstory you're like oh fuck no oh, fuck. <laughs> or, it's or, or, or it's the old mortal words i only have two days to retirement <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah uh ben then uh goes to see who is this <laughs> Again, uh, one of the men working for Kingpin still trying that, to get that talk. makes sense. Um, which Daredevil interrupts their meeting then, and uh, yes, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, Ben finds his way. You know, after describing a lot of action done in one page off screen of what mm-hmm. Ben can see through this window, that is fascinating. So it's all done in these like tiny shadows and onomatopoeia, and it's amazing. The silence falls. And we start following the action between Ben ver- between Matt versus Electra. Yep. Um, which Miller once again does some awesome awesome action here. Uh, yeah, really great stuff. Electra becomes very aware of Ben throughout all of this. Um, and is and... Uh, someone clearly on her radar already, thanks to the Kingpin. Um, and as we close out our issue, she sees Ben across the way, throws her sigh, and stabs him. Stabs him. Abdomen. And the issue just... ends heavily implying that Ben Urich is dead. I think I kind of helped your reading experience then by confirming for you in between that he's not actually dead. Yes. Because I feel like you'd be even more pissed off oh. if you read the next issue without warning. Yes, because Ben Urich isn't dead, and that is a problem. Mm-hmm. I know this is comics. Death doesn't mean anything. It really does seem like Miller was wanting to kill him off here. I wonder what got in the way. But other than the fact that alternatively, also... Alternatively, he could be using this fake-out as setup for 182. True. Because where it isn't a fake-out death, and there is a major character death, mm-hmm. um, and with the same of sort of weapon. Yeah, is, so that's yeah. what I that's what I was maybe thinking. I don't think it entirely justifies it because I'm sorry. Frank Miller just wrote a perfect final issue for this character. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but also I do wonder like if you know, if when also like like that we talked about this, I know in like DMs like uh like like you know, before we actually recorded this, I was like, you know, it they had only just started actually doing something with the fact that yeah. ben, ben knows Matt's identity. Um, it, you know, it, it, uh, 179 is like, you know, the first issue where they're actually like working together as a team since that happened, since he found out about Daredevil's secret. Um, and what, that's going to be like the only time they ever use that. It would feel like a bit of a wasted opportunity if you killed off Ben at that point. But like you mentioned, yeah, it is kind of a perfect ending for the character. If it were the ending for that character. And the um, fact that it's not, it's not the fact that the character continues to appear. It's the fact that this ending is not the ending. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I do like the role he plays in the, in the rest of the book. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's just. I don't especially amazing. like how, how the dialogue is done though, bringing him back. Like he doesn't oh, even it, spend, like, like we don't it, even see like him spend any time that's, recovering. That's the shoddiest part of it. Cause Miller just yeah. glosses yeah. over it. It's just. Which does uh, also kind of make me wonder, did we maybe lose a potential issue somewhere? In That's favor possible? of including in favor of including the Roger McKenzie one, maybe, maybe that um, might have been it. Because there's yeah, there, 
We'll talk about the Roger McKenzie one in a couple issues time um, when we get to it. It's just, it, it's the one true black mark on this volume for me. Like, I for know me, for you, I know, I know for yeah, you, it doesn't affect my opinion that much. It, it, this book would be a 10 out of 10 book by Frank fucking Miller. Actually, question: Is this your favorite Marvel b- book we've read so far? Oh yeah, no, this is this is fuck yeah, this is I'll take the it. best one. So yeah, I, awesome. I I don't know what's well. I mean, I know what's coming in the next two, but I, I don't know like the quality. Like I, I I mean, I know I know you enjoy the next two books, and I'm sure you enjoy <laughs> the, the the last two books for this block. But obviously, I don't know how well regarded those are. Um, uh, surprisingly, this run is largely living up to the hype. Um, yeah, yeah, which is which is lo- a... which is lovely to see. You know, you you read these big iconic comic book runs, and it's just like sometimes it could seem like lesser than what it was built up as. But no, I, well, I'll say Miller's I'll say Daredevil. Like, year one in Dark Knight Returns, way back in year one of this podcast, did not live up to the hype for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is uh, good, good, uh, good, good. Which didn't think it would happen. But, it but did. here we are. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, The Damned, which yeah. is an issue uh, I like a lot. Um, this, okay, this, like, this is another Miller on Acid issue, as well as Klaus Jansen art on Acid. Because uh, this is kind of like, let's look at the plight of the homeless, and, like, The Damned are the homeless. They aren't, like, supernatural creatures really... It's just this, you know, people living in the sewers because New York City is, well, it's a sprawling metropolis. It's also a place of poverty. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting. Uh, we have someone controlling the homeless. Yes, um, on they call in the narration uh, their king. Um, yes. And, and it, it's, just, it, it immediately gives you just all kinds of wrong feelings. <laughs> it's, it's not fun. Um, but yeah, uh, we then go into uh, following Matt on his nightly stroll to harass Turk. Um, <laughs> this time, Matt is will... still injured and is like still not a match for these guys. You would... He will do. He will do anything to to harass this man. I imagine <laughs> it's therapy for him. He will find him. Um... <laughs> men, men, men will really track down one uh, largely unimportant thug night after night instead of just going to therapy. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so good. Um... <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, meanwhile, uh, Ben Urich is fine. He's fine. He spent two weeks breathing through a tube and thinking about how stupid it was for a second-rate reporter to play hero. According to him, that is his exact dialogue. I hate it. It, it feels it feels a little cheap. It's, it, a little, it's fucking cheap. It's really cheap, yeah. Outside of that. Okay, and you know, here's the thing, though. This, for some reason, and I can't quite explain why, feels somewhat out of Miller's hands. I can't quite explain what it is. It feels like an editorial thing, almost. It really does. Kind of. Who, who's editor in chief? Is it still Jim Shooter? It's still Jim Shooter. If look, I don't have any evidence to put, blame it on Shooter, but the only other editor on this issue is Danny O'Neill, and I'm sorry, this doesn't feel. Danny like O'Neill Danny can't o- do that. No, he's Danny yeah. would never. <laughs> he would. He would. He, he he might. He might. 
He would he never. never. Um, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like, it's just, I, don't know, I would like to think, and maybe it is just like the sheer quality of Miller's Daredevil so far that makes me think that like he wouldn't, I, I don't think he would do that. No. It's why I wonder, it's why I wonder if the fake out is intentional to try to throw the, like throw the reader off when, when the other character dies and then you have a full issue of Matt thinking that character is alive and it turns out they're actually dead. Um, yeah like maybe that's what he's doing i don't think it works as well um, yeah but well, the parallel the i guess could be could be drawn yeah i don't yeah. know but it's, the important part of the scene which outside of that line it's a fantastic scene in this it's in a dark room mm-hmm. um oh yeah, and, yeah yeah and he like he's examining the photos that he took with the spe- uh, specifically the one of the bag lady and he's he requests the kingpin file to look over again because and... he's just he's like it can't be but it looks like it is Yep, and we're off. Uh, Daredevil and, and 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 Ben go on their journey together into the sewers to find out what the fuck is going on down here. Because it, and, it might be that the Kingpin's wife might still be alive. Yeah, it it, it makes for some really cool drama here. Um, yeah, it's 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 awesome. I I really love it. Um, uh, uh, meanwhile, throughout this issue is more of the uh, of the mayoral plotline. Yep, Fantastic uh, me- stuff. Fantastic yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Becky and Filet Mignon Nelson are watching oh uh, my. Cherry's uh, <laughs> Cherry's uh, candidacy, <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> I I don't really have anything to comment on this scene. I just wanted to come up with a new name. Um, <laughs> uh, Jameson has to step down. That's it. That's the happening. attack, which is which is quite sad. <laughs> Uh, Foggy is almost. Foggy feels like he's on <laughs> on the brink of realizing that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Um, sometimes I wonder. Um, meanwhile, uh, my head is um, on my desk. You made me head desk, Jay. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm just grasping it like whatever fucking f words come to my mind. Um. Anyway, uh, so fucking. <laughs> um daredevil so, and ben uh continue to investigate in the sewers um they get attacked by uh, and this is this is kind of in a lot of ways representative of like a journey into the underworld mm-hmm. like that's how miller plays it in this nice yeah how he plays like like what like what how like the homeless of this area of town like are treated it's 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 a really cool idea um, well also then later on playing into actual like urban myths um mm-hmm. You know the the big famous one, of course, being uh, alligators in the sewer of New mm-hmm. York. Um, yeah, which is you know that classic Fla- flash flashbacks to uh, Batman the Animated Series, The Underdwellers. <laughs> I didn't need those flashbacks, Joey. Well, they, they, for some reason, that's all I could think of when I think of alligators in the sewer, and I really hate that about myself. E- either that, or um, I know there was like a Lego Batman video game mission where there were like alligators in a sewer probably killer croc like, level yeah yeah it was a killer croc thing i'm pretty sure but um <laughs> anyway so you know the whole idea is we're descending into hell oh, and man. there is this king who has made vanessa his like i love miller's layouts like as they keep going down with just just those long panels across the page like oh it's so good um yeah, uh, we come across the king, and Vanessa is not looking okay down here. Oh my god! Um, ben is brought down here as well. Uh, yeah, Daredevil is 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 tied to Ben. They're released into the waters below, where once again, like we mentioned, alligator in the sewer. sewer. Um, and uh, 
uh, Daredevil was able to, I guess, strangle the alligator. Strangle and, the alligator and yeah, and uh, then at attack the king. Uh huh. And um, uh, and get Vanessa out of there. Uh, uh, they they take the uh this this ring off of the king and uh, and Vanessa takes it and they claim Daredevil as a king. Yeah. down below it's it's a really weird but also like kind of just, just really evocative moment i don't know i really like it um and so daredevil goes to visit willie okay. fisk willie boy willie cardor phil uh, fisk and uh and he he throws a, a ring on his desk and tells him that vanessa is alive and says what he wants in return is cherry. is cherry and mind and you this, cherry. Is the, this is election night yeah so and cherry's and, and cherry cherry's winning yeah yeah he is already yeah not only he's, winning he has won so he steps yeah. out after winning yeah uh, and is like i have to step down and daredevil has basically won uh left left him and the kingpin at a standstill and so the kingpin gives uh electra her next mission because somebody must die somebody must pay for this um and so he hands her a picture of, um, oh God, I can't cope with anything. Fuck. Franklin uh, Nelson. Fr Franklin, Franklin, Franklin Foghorn Nelson. And, uh, Foghorn Lakehorn Nelson. Yeah. And so <laughs> uh, and that's it's getting bad. I st we still have four issues left. It's going to be a rough four issues. Um, yes. <laughs> so, so we move on to, uh, Daredevil 181. 181. Here we go. Another fantastic. I really like the color covers with like the yellow. Yeah. Sort of. This background. is a. Uh, so this is um. So this is the big one, like the really big one. Yeah. This um, is. This, is... This, this one. This this one is is like framed in my comic shop owner's like comic shop case um that he keeps all like the rare expensive issues in um i, I forget how much he has it for um not it's, it's, cheap i'm guessing it's not cheap it's not cheap it goes for a lot of fucking money um and, and it's, i get it's a, it it's yeah it's it's not only great of course um but it's extremely important uh to to daredevil history um so here we go last hand the cover Promises a lot. Bullseye versus Electra. Uh, one wins, one dies. one dies. And they are not fucking kidding. Um, I also did so, not know that this was like the big famous one. Yeah, this is the thing. This is uh I don't want to say it's the the reason that Miller created Electra, because he had other plans for her out, you know, beyond this issue. Because um, didn't he eventually also write an Electra book? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has her own solo series and all that that Miller wrote, and there's like a fucking omnibus for. Um Yeah. So yeah, I think, that was, I think that was one of the things he worked with Lynn Varley on initially. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and so yeah, it, yeah, he had plans for her beyond this. Um, so I don't, so I don't want to say like you know he created Electra to die. Um, but that's that's sort of one of the big things that that she's known for. Oddly enough, um, it's not healthy. Starsky does a lot of great things with her. Anyway, point being, let's fucking go. Um, so building up Bullseye again. Bullseye wants his revenge on Daredevil. Um, not quite as insane as we saw him last time. Uh, he's, no, but he's he still unwell. But we and so I love that this is a double length issue, so we can spend a lot of time away from Matt. Yeah, like, yeah. Actually, the entire issue is done from Bullseye's perspective. Yeah, um, uh, 
which is lovely. Like, like, you know, you get this like full page of like Matt training, but it's, you know, it's really like just bullseye, like pondering on like what Matt is doing at this moment. Um, it's really, really interesting. I love it. Um, also as uh, as bullseye is imprisoned here, he beats up with one, uh, Frank castle, the punisher, the punisher. Yeah. Um, Ooh. is this your first ever punisher thing yeah. ever? Have you watched anything punisher? He has a couple movies. Um, most of them um, aren't good. Um, so I believe, didn't he appear in the 90s Spider-Man show at one point? Uh, probably. Probably. Cause I think that I sadly, I know Punisher m- most well from the political sphere. Yeah. It's, it's kind of unfortunate. And I scratch kind of, it's really unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Cause, uh, cause I, Frank Castle is, Castle is a fucking brilliant character. Also like Frank Castle would not stand for any of the way his iconography is used in the real world. No, like, God, no. <laughs> like, and I, I will say as he's portrayed in these issues, he's good and interesting, but I, he's kind of, he's, he's, not, he, he's not really the focus ever. Yeah. He's not the most fascinating, which obviously thing, makes yeah. sense because Miller is writing now on his own way, writing this massive, um, like massive like four issue basically a four issue arc right now that's going to close mm-hmm. out the second volume yeah um, um bullseye here uh secures a tv appearance where yeah. he proves that not only in his hands is anything a deadly weapon but also in his mouth um <laughs> yeah uh, yeah um yeah he uses this pill to like fight start fighting off these cops he gets the upper hand he gets this gun he fucking breaks the fuck out and it's awesome i, I say awesome and it's it's, it's one unhealthy. of the most chilling scenes in the entire book happens as he's escaping uh he uh he's getting out he locks some of the cops in in, in a jail cell um and i almost forgot hey uh gee i almost forgot harry i made you a promise harry remember bullseye please don't yeah yeah and he just shoots this random guy in cold blood yeah like, oh my uh, god <laughs> And he escapes by helicopter. Um, and he, now, he... read it as Colin Farrell, please, Bullseye. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I cannot do an Irish accent. Neither but... can Colin Farrell, really. But, that's <laughs> but, can, but can you kill Frank Miller the way that Bullseye does? No. <laughs> I might be able to do an old lady like Bullseye does. Isn't that actually like the best bit of that movie, though? Yeah, the, part, the bit where he kills Frank Miller. <laughs> yeah, but it's post nine eleven Frank Miller, so he'd already gone crazy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd already subjected the world to the Dark Knight Strikes again. Yeah, he had done enough damage already at that point. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. So Bullseye escapes. Um, Daredevil becomes very aware of his escape. Um, Bullseye. Uh, uh, then goes around uh, looking for Daredevil. Um, he's also it's also important at this point to note that uh, that Bullseye is aware that Kingpin has replaced him uh, as yes. he used to be Kingpin's assassin. He has somebody new, and so he's not only looking for Daredevil, he's looking for Elektra. Elektra, uh, really who he's informed uh, about Elektra by Mister Slaughter. Um, yeah, as well as that Elektra is going to kill one Franklin Nelson. Uh, and then we get this page of a very drunk bullseye having the gears in his head turn. 
he thinks, you know, uh, you know, uh, I'm looking real hard at the photo of Murdoch and see, and I start thinking about how much he looks like you, Daredevil. And I read about how how, you, how tight you are with Murdoch, and I wonder if you're both the same guy. And then I read, get this, that Matt Murdoch is blind. Wouldn't that be a kick? Daredevil, the blind superhero. Like I said, a crazy idea. Fucking uh, gorgeous page. Oh my god. Ah, oh, it's so good. Fuck. <laughs> and um, Daredevil sneaks in... No, uh, not Daredevil. Bullseye sneaks into court um, to mm-hmm. watch Matt Murdock defend... Um, uh, defend a, 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 a single mother who is trying to get custody of her children um, and is having trouble because she is um, handicapped. She's disabled. Mm-hmm. She's, she's in a wheelchair. And I don't know. There's something about this scene in particular that just hit really hard. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the way it's drawn, actually. That, it also doesn't, I don't know, it feels really progressive for 1982. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, or eighty one. Um, Are we still in eighty one? Whatever. Uh, I, I think we're. I think we're in eighty two now. Uh. Yeah. Definitely eighty two. Yep. Cool. Anyway. Um. But yeah. So. Uh. Uh. uh Bullseye has probably like his most brutal kill in this. Um. Just of what it is, he kills a a, a cab driver with a playing card. Just ugh, love it. Um. Electra then uh, begins. Uh, Electra uh, is is Foggy's cab driver, mm-hmm. um, and she's, she's going still... to kill Foggy. And then he recognizes her, and because she's recognized, she can't bring herself to do it. Yeah, and it's a really fascinating moment. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just love that. Um, it's fascinating. And then we get like the first Electra Bullseye. Well, we get the Electra Bullseye confrontation, or at least the beginning of it. And it's pretty much all silent. It lets the art do a lot of the talking. And that's. Yeah, which is also where the fact that this, this issue is double length really gets to shine as yeah. well. Yeah, because um, it means Miller can be like, right. I can imagine the script being basically like. They fight. fight. Scene. Yeah, they fight, and Miller's like exactly I'm... three to four pages, you know, um, and let that fight breathe in those three to four pages. Like it's 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 cool. It's really really cool. Um, leading up to Bullseye getting the upper hand and taking yeah. Electra's uh, weapons, using it against her once again. That great fucking imagery of the Psy like extending the clothing rather than stabbing through Electra's outfit. Um, and it's it Electra fucking dies. Um so, Matt's so you, feet. So, so you didn't know that at all. No, right? I didn't. So I, what was so actually so what, I guess I guess then what were you thinking up to that moment? I like, was my brain was like my brain was like, okay, either this is gonna be a fake out, um, or Electra's actually gonna kill Bullseye. Um because mm. I knew Electra is, is an important character. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's and, and, and by that logic, it's not a spoiler necessarily for me to say she comes back eventually. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a comic book after all. But um, mm-hmm. I was, I, 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 I like my my first, like I was very glad to then talk to you in DMs and be like, hey, she's actually dead, right? Like, this I was is like, not- oh yeah. She is, although it does kind of make the the opening page of the next issue really funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, but aside from that, also I just fucking love that 
how fucking cruel Bullseye is in this moment. Um, Electra like crawls her way to Matt Murdock's home, and as this crowd watches this woman die die in Mur Murdock's arms, in the crowd, Bullseye has followed her to make sure she dies and bleeds out on his doorstep, and is lighting oh, a cigarette. It's so fucking good. Oh it's my chilling. god! It's chilling. Oh fuck! Um, it's kind um, of a shame that Electra's main purpose is to die. Um, but you know, I think she. Had I a wouldn't fairly... necessarily call it a fridging, though. No, because it isn't just the one thing that's really stopping it from being a fridging is that she was allowed to have her own arc. Yeah, that her her death was to serve this, another person's like well, well, character well arc I does think. serve Matt's well, it, it does. arc. Yeah, inadvertently though more. Like it feels like that is the culmination of her arc up to that point. Yes. Her her choosing not to kill Morgan Freeman Nelson uh and uh and to to have that confrontation with Bullseye after I'm making a face, um, sir. I imagine you are. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, having that confrontation with Bullseye afterwards um, is like her own undoing. Like 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 you feel like she is making an active choice in that moment rather than she's making it for being pushed. It isn't yeah. this? Isn't like the literal fridging of uh, Kyle Rayner's girlfriend? Exactly. Yeah, who is literally just killed to cause Kyle Rayner grief. Yes, yeah. is. This is an execution to advance Bullseye's character, to advance Matt's character, and to finish off Electra's character, character. as it is right now, at least. For now, um, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's, it, again, it, she also has agency, and what helps is she has agency in her death. Yeah. A lot of times, fridgings are explicitly shocking, like uh, the killing joke, the shooting of Barbara Gordon is often considered mm -hmm. a fridging because that is a shock value moment that is especially it, within the context of the killing joke itself is just there to serve the characters of Jim Gordon and Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not to say of course that there isn't shock value in Electra's death. Of course no. there is. It's a shocking moment. Um but it isn't but, just shock value. Yeah, for the sake of shock value. Yeah, absolutely. So It's also a shock that it's not a sudden shock either. It's a shock that is building. It takes it takes its time. And Miller does well enough to make the reader believe that it's also a fight that could have gone differently. Like, yeah, like, like there's possibly a world where Electra wins. Yeah. Um, Maybe if she hadn't had such an emotional confrontation with, uh, uh, with, uh, with Frederick, Fre it. Frederick Stein Nelson before it, um, you know, she might've been like in a more, <laughs> in a more, uh, uh, you know, in her more natural state, like able to fight him to her her fullest ability. Um, yeah, there, yeah, there are a lot of things that could have gone different. But as it stands, uh, uh, foggy. If, uh, fuck, I said foggy. God damn it. Ah! Um, Matthew and his business associate um, <laughs> go to go. Uh, you know, they're 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 there to um, to see her body um, and. Matthew storms off um, after seeing that Bullseye is there as well to witness Matthew uh, experience this. And as Bullseye is there, 
or sorry, Matt doesn't run off, but Bullseye runs off after he throws a blade towards Matt, which Matt catches with his stick. What a badass moment. Bad um, too, but that's also a bit of Probably a impossible. <laughs> but well, yeah. Um, but point being, it confirms Bullseye's suspicions. That, that Daredevil is Matt Murdock. He um, literally goes running back to the Kingpin, and it says, hey, the fucking blind guy is Daredevil. And Kingpin has the rational reaction of fucking no. <laughs> and Volzai then goes to attack Matthew in his own home. Um, well, what's interesting is how the, is that then Volzai is like, right. Uh, uh, like, well, here, here is all my evidence. And Kingpin is like, this is still preposterous. You're just trying to, you know, get back in my good graces as my chief assassin. Um, and it's like, you can bring me Daredevil's body and then we will do business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so, what also I think back, if, I don't want to dwell on it for too much longer because we spent a lot of time on it, but also like the fact that there's so much story in this issue, this issue still to be told even after the death shows, yeah. also, shows also how much this issue isn't just to kill off a female character. Um, yeah, well, There's it, a story to be told here within it as well. It's also for a double like this issue, it's, it's a double like this issue with several pages that are just action with little to no actual words mm-hmm. on the page you you probably could have squeezed this all into a regular size issue yeah yeah you would lose so much though like true yeah yeah the issue is as good as it is almost because it's double long yeah it's allowed to breathe yeah. um and still feel jam-packed yeah because yeah, bullseye goes to the apartment of matthew murdoch where matt is intelligent he has set up a dummy of himself with a tape recording of himself Mm-hmm. Reading, re- reading some law, um, and Daredevil bursts in, um, and our which fight begins. you would, which you would think would confirm for Bullseye that that Daredevil is Matt Murdock, but somehow after this fight that transpires, Bullseye is convinced now that Daredevil is not Matt Murdock. Well, Bullseye never sees the dummy. Yeah, yeah, he only sees the the back and the recording and all. Yeah, that. so um, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's still kind of funny. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get a great fight scene. And once again, because this whole issue is from Bullseye's perspective, you Miller doesn't let you peek into Matt's psyche. You're just kind of assuming it all based on what you're seeing from this outside perspective. Um, and you can assume a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially since then there's this moment of, you know, the Kingpin burning his file on Bullseye. Um, well, because importantly, the the fight that transpires between Daredevil and Bullseye, Bullseye eventually ends up like hanging off a ledge, uh, with uh, Daredevil being the only thing holding him up, and Daredevil just fucking lets him drop. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's yeah. It's uh, but dark. the Kingpin then burns the file on Bullseye. Um, Matt visits Bull- Elektra's yeah. grave, and. Uh, Bullseye is in a hospital, and uh, that that is where the issue ends. Um, it's fuck. It's strong stuff. It's it's probably the best issue up to this point. Oh, it, I mean, it is. It's, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's the best issue of the collection for me. Yeah, of the whole run so uh, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's it's, it's 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 iconic for a reason. It's, it's coming really in good. with a close second is Daredevil one eighty two. Actually, yeah. Uh, uh, this this one hits almost just as hard in a very different way though yeah 
And then 183 happens, and it gets weird. It gets weird, but let's enjoy 182 over here. Yeah. Um, so, if last issue was all about experiencing Matt's character arc through the eyes of somebody else, this is the Matthew Murdoch show. Because, um, man, he is going through some shit. Um, we get this great opening page that is just a single photo, pretty much, of Matt Murdoch um, with a thought bubble screaming, she's alive. Um, and also, I, I actually, I totally neglected to mention the fucking cover. Okay. My God, this cover! Um, if you have, if you don't know what the cover we're talking about, look up Daredevil one eighty two. The cover is fucking next level. Um, it is amazing. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. And with with the quote at the bottom too, for in that sleep of death, what dreams may come. Um, just fucking perfect. Anyway, so Daredevil believes almost on the basis that he lives in the world of comics, that Elektra's still alive somehow. <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah. You could tell immediately that this is very different from when Frank Miller faked us out with Yurik's death. Because um, Matt, throughout this entire issue, was determined to, to prove that Elektra is alive. Yeah. You could see him just desperately trying to convince himself that she's still alive somehow. Um... It's it's rough to watch. Um, all yeah. at the same time, um, you're uh, you're also cutting over to prison for Where some reason. The Punisher. Well, we're setting we. Yeah, we're I setting think... we're setting up setting up an issue that shouldn't exist. An issue. This this feels like editorial was like, hey Frank, you know that issue that we never gave it a couple, like about a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Well, we finished our research on it, so you're gonna have to publish it. Yeah, under your name, edit it a little bit to be yours, pretty much. And if you could do, like, two issues of Punisher set up before it happens, that'd be great. Yes. Um, I mean, so Roger McKenzie does get credited as writers. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And I, um, I believe at that point in, in the McKenzie run, Miller was a co-plotter, so... Yeah, it was something Miller. A story was Miller was interested in telling, mm -hmm. but there are definitely changes made to the issue when we get to yeah that. to fit. Um, um, yeah. yeah, so the Punisher in prison is basically setting up this idea that eventually, with his lawyer after beating up these guys, is this idea that hey, there's a bunch of narcotics coming into New York, and uh, I can get you out of here. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Deal with these narcotics for me, Mister Castle. Um. And then we cut over to Glen Industries. Uh, we haven't seen where this Heather. subplot begins. Y yeah, um, where they want to do some budget cuts, and and Heather's like, "Well, I need to, uh, I need to let, get my lawyer to, to look it over." Um, and this man's like, "Well, yes, 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 yes. Of course you can." But soon enough, Glenn Industries will be ours. And then we get back to Matt Murdock's Sad Boy Hours. Yes, um, where he is, <laughs> for once, not, not uh, letting out his frustrations on Turk, which I feel like this would be the perfect time to bring Turk into all this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's just beating up some people for the, fuck, for the uh, hell of it, pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, at his offices, um, you know, he even te he tells he tells Becky the idea that you know he might be alive. Um, it's like maybe they have the wrong body. Oh, he identified her. They checked all her dental records. Records can be changed. And then in walks Heather, who is 
you know, dressed as has a cowboy hat on this this woman is i, I can't explain this woman um <laughs> uh and yeah she starts asking like hey who's this electro woman you keep asking about and because well, like we have a date remember um and, and that like... kind of like lashes out at her because of it and uh little fiddlesticks nelson is there to witness it all and bring in mrs vanderleer one of their clients mm-hmm. um so it's like it's again perfect soap opera act end of act one stinger um of you know uh, mrs vanderleer walking out kind of uneasy and then boggy's be like matt have you lost your mind Um, he just stands there sad boy hours i don't know and that is um, and then we see the Punisher's escape from prison, all yep. done in silhouettes. It's very yep. nice. It's, yeah, it's it's lovely. It's really nice. Um, and we build to Matt going to confront the Kingpin. And it's fascinating. It's this fascinating interplay. Um, this moment where, yeah, the Kingpin could just have Matt killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can't because he's curious why does he want electra uh you know it's like you it's also this very much idea like you're not gonna beat me senseless and he fisk is right like yeah Matt that's not gonna do shit right now do it yeah um, although he, <laughs> i don't know maybe it wouldn't be entirely out of the question with where matt's at right now maybe not. um yeah but, Matt, but Matt who knows legal yeah. channels he yeah. uh he uh, ends up getting Judge Coffin to call a very a sleeping foggy, and uh, well, Mister um, Mister Flabbergast Nelson uh, uh, picks up the phone and uh, uh, begins getting dressed and leaving his wife once again. I, I wonder where the marital troubles went between these two. <laughs> uh, yes, very good question. Um, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, Punisher yep. then, uh, meanwhile, is killing is, some drug dealers. Yep. Which I mean, hey, good for him. Um, good for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, then, God, the most depressing scene of the issue happens and ends off the issue. Um, Matthew is desperately just digging up Electra's grave because that was the judge's. They got the judge's order to exhume the body. Hmm. And they dig the grave. Matt opens the coffin, and there it is. Electra, dead. And she's still dead. Fisticuffs Nelson is there to to comfort Matt in this moment. The last three panels are particularly devastating. Yeah, like watching fog. Uh, 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 you can call him uh, Foggy just once. Fe- 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 Fezziwig Nelson uh, uh, pick, <laughs> pick up his friend as, as they walk away together from the grave. It's it's good. It's so good. 183. Yeah. Which okay. On one hand, you were pretty bad last time that we missed out on a, yeah. a Punisher appearance issue. Yeah, and I'm. But also, it comes right after this. You know. Yeah, and it feels really out of place. I, because it is out of place. It literally is a misplaced issue. Um, yes. it should so this be is here. this is the PSA. This is the don't do drugs, kid. 
which was delayed at the time because of the Comics Code Authority. Yeah. Um, which, um, uh, considering it was one of Mackenzie's last that he did, uh, maybe the fact that they pulled it had something to do with him leaving the book. Who knows? Maybe. Um, um, but still, Roger McKenzie gets uh, credited on it. It's changed a little bit to fit into what Miller is doing right now. Um, and so here we are. Some um, sort of time has to have passed between issues. Yeah. Well, it's the only way you can really rationalize the fact that there is a very clear disconnect with where Matt was at in the previous issue yeah. and where he's at right now. Um, and I, again, I will it's, say, it's, it's, I it's just a really poor time to put the issue in here. I just, to, to, to make the recording... I ended up reading these last three issues back to back, which, you know, is, is fine. Oh, no. If yeah. Were maybe like the last two back to back, maybe that wouldn't have been as bad. But, but there is tonal whiplash here. Yeah, quite a lot. Damn. So much I, so that, like, I started this issue and I'm like, nope, I'm going to take a 30 minute break. <laughs> a um, wise decision. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's, so I mean, it's a good this... PSA, I guess. Yeah. So you could also tell that Roger McKenzie wrote a lot of this issue because you don't really realize how much Miller cut back on McKenzie's dialogue problem, but yeah, it's you, here. It's here. So <laughs> there's a lot. A kid is on angel dust and flings herself out the window. Matt is there to grab her as daredevil. Um, because he just happened to be doing a lawyer thing with these kids. He runs her to the hospital. She dies. One of her, his, her brother is incredibly angry. And it's, we're going to track down these drug dealers. And that's the plot. Fuck you, Siri. <laughs> um, um, Yes, uh, and that—that's the plot. Uh, the Punisher is also involved because there is. There's also a moment where where Matt, as Daredevil, dresses up in a costume. Like, yeah, it's a weird moment. Um, but yeah, like so. So Punisher is also involved in this. Is sort of more like a red herring than anything. Um, he's sort of set up as like the potential actual villain here, and it's not him. He's not um, Punisher's not a good person, but like, he's not that type of a like. He's not that. Yeah. Uh, and like we end up going in into court. Uh, we end up seeing Ben Urich about the Punisher. Um, about, you know, he's a vigilante that kills. We have some nice Daredevil Punisher fights. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, Punisher's going to kill this man. Um, and Daredevil ends up saving him. And, you know, we eventually, you know, end up ending essentially in court with the drug dealers sake, uh, with, with the drug dealers prosecuted. But the Punisher um, is kind of out to get Matt. Um, mm. And the issue then ends with with Matt, Matt asking his weird kind of toxic girlfriend to marry him. Yeah. And that's the end of the issue. It's so weird. It is. It I is. mean, there are worse PSAs out there, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily saying anything incorrect. So 
There's that at least. There's a moment or two where I think it uses the whole weed as a gateway drug lie. True. Uh, which is a bit out of date, but oh well. I mean, it was it was a genuine belief at the time. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like, I guess, you know, yeah, Mackenzie yeah, I... and Miller aren't really like commenting on anything they knew any better about. Yeah. Um, so, it, oddly enough, the, the more the issue goes on, the less PSA he gets and the 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 less, less like a PSA it gets and the more interesting it gets. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I will say the following issue, the issue that ends the collection here, 184, does a fair bit to reconcile like the weird built-up relationship between Daredevil and Punisher. Um Yeah. So yeah, I, so I guess I guess let's just get into the last issue here, uh, 184 with you know, total shock value cover that I'm so in love with. It's it's so good. Um yeah, I, I I can't follow this cover at all. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, so we're dealing, we're continuing with you know Hogman, our 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 our, our current drug dealer, uh, <laughs> with the Punisher ready to shoot him, and of course Daredevil swooping in at the last minute to stop this assassination because Daredevil is a lawyer who believes in the law, um, and you know we have this, um, we then again go to Heather, um who is signing those paper that paperwork to um, uh, yeah with Glenn Industries and all that. Um uh meanwhile, um actually, you know what? <laughs> I love um well, it was, it was, it was, sorry, we get the courtroom scene first. Uh once you get the drug dealers. Um and then you get that gorgeous bit with Matt picking up the phone uh for Heather and I, I just love the page layouts with the telephone cord between them. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's, it's so good. I fucking love that. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but meanwhile, um, uh, Matthew is uh, still taking on uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the drug people here, I guess. Uh, he, uh, there's the, the coach from the school attacks him and he's uh, high here as well. And, um, guessing he you know he's not conscious or well enough to know what to 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 catch that you know blind man fights him perfectly well um uh and then we uh cut over to oh that's right that's right okay so this issue is coming back to me i swear um (laughs) this issue is it's a lot of back and forth and it's trying to it's basically trying to reconcile the psa that we just did yeah um and i think it doesn't it does what it can it does what um, it can, um, and I think it's it's basically trying to like if the last issue was kind of derailing, this one's trying to get us back on track. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and actually, I, I do love the bit that comes up then afterwards after Matt like successfully defends uh, uh, the guy here um, is basically like told by the guy himself that um, that like you know he he did the exact thing that Matt just defended him of not doing, um, and uh, so Matt goes after him then as Daredevil. Um, and uh, uh, I guess the Punisher involved, and that's pretty much where it closes off. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much it. It ends yeah, there. And, it is. Yeah, and, um, and you know the right. We get a little right tease about are... where where Heather's whole plot with Glenn Industries is going. Um, but that's about that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And that's... It's not bad. It's not a bad issue. It's just no. Yeah, it just feels really weird coming off of that. Just. That, emotional uh, powerhouse that, yeah exactly yeah so yeah those last issues feel really weird the last issue feels almost even weirder having to try to like clean up the the the, the kind of mess that was made of 183 yeah. coming in 
and doing what it apparently had to do. Like, I get not wanting to lose the issue because you have a basically completed issue that you want and to still put in print. It'll also it'll also basically give Miller some extra time to continue, figure out where the run is going after that big emotional issue. It's just yeah, yeah. Can't we couldn't at least say like this happened a few months ago? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. I know Marvel. Like, I'd be okay with that. You Marvel know? is willing to skip issues if they have to to do like fill and stuff. They did it last volume. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's it's weird. Yeah, um, but. That is that. I do have to ask, actually, did you take a glance at all at the five-hour newspaper interview with Frank Miller at the end? I did not. I sadly did okay. not have the time. But I will. It's, I will. it's, it's, it, there's, there's some cool stuff in there. I've never read the whole thing because it's fucking long. It's um, long. It's, but it's, it's, it's there, there's some cool stuff in there. Also, there's some little character bios at the back, which also kind of spoil where the electric thing is going. So I don't know if you looked at those at all. I did um, not, but I will, okay. I will, well, good. I will then, avoid then, those. Then, then avoid the character bios at the end um but yeah uh that's we did have that. adapted material we did have adapted material <laughs> so daredevil 2003 daredevil is 2003 it's essentially an adaptation of bits of this run just imagine jacob you almost didn't watch this movie how how much less rich would your life have been if you hadn't watched daredevil 2003 before this neck it, it would have the loss of richness would have been negative. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. it's uh, it's so the theatrical cut is like an hour is like a hundred minutes long. The director's cut, which I watched, is two hours and thirteen minutes. Yeah, I I've, I don't think I've only ever seen the director's cut. I don't think I've ever seen the theatrical. Yeah, I um, um so. First off, <laughs> so much of this film is that filmed at Dutch angles. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's how you make comic books look, Jacob. Come on, that's how that's how comic book panels go. Apparently, <laughs> it's not. It also it flashes in between some of the like trying to be funny and trying to be super serious. Yeah, mostly um, in the form of Colin Farrell. Yeah, um, there's also who, just... like, you know, is a lovely actor. I love Colin Farrell. He's great, but he's not, like, he's not good for Bullseye, really. No. Like, um, there's also just, like, one of the early action sequences is set in Josie's, and instead of, like, a hole-in-the-wall bar like Josie's is supposed to be... It's this giant, expansive bar, so they can have this elaborate fight sequence. Yeah. Also, the fight sequences are so, shot so weird. Oh my god, they aren't shot very well. Yeah. There, there's clearly thought going into the choreography of this film, but like Mark Stephen Johnson, the director, doesn't seem to know how to shoot that choreography. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they thought it out like too much, so much so that it doesn't, it doesn't make sense when you're showing it to the audience. Yeah. Um, um there's also that, just that, that's it. I, I gotta bring up like the, the best thing about the film, which is Michael Clark Duncan as the Kingpin. Every time Michael Clark Duncan is on screen, which is not nearly enough. Great. Oh my god, he's barely <laughs> in it. Um and but he's, but he's great. So good. He's so from his good. first They do do this present. weird plot line where apparently he killed Matt's dad. Yeah, it's, it's a weird that's thing. Dumb, but, but yeah. But I mean like, also, he's still the, great. He's fantastic. Oh my god, the guy playing Matt's dad is also just not good like <laughs> jennifer gardner also is 
not, not good. Great. Not good. Oh she, god. Oh she's, my. She's just. She is reading lines. She, I think so. I think. Uh, also, the <laughs> meet cute between Matt and Electra is somehow I was able to quote it as it was happening. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly what the next line is going to be. And I don't think I should. <laughs> like, my I have to ask, what do you think of the Daredevil costume in the movie? Well, it, uh, it's leather. It is. And I, uh, I can't imagine how else the early two thousands would have translated the costume yeah. as it appears on the page. You know, um, I, I get it. But nowadays, it's, it just kind of ends up looking like a CW costume. You know, what? it fe- here's the thing. It feels like uh, they saw what X Men was doing with the leather suits, and it was like, well, I want to try to make it accurate to the comics. And it's like, you know, there are ways to get away with spandex yeah here's the thing i think i always thought the costume just almost kind of worked kind of almost in places <laughs> occasionally it doesn't help that the way this that this the, the way this film is shot is not cohesive at all um like it's it's not it's not cohesively shot again everything's at dutch angles there's an like again it's just it's an interesting sort of gaze in general um especially the way that ben affleck is shot as matt murdoch yeah um he and and ben affleck is clearly trying oh yeah yeah like he's a fine actor but i don't think he's necessarily right for this role yeah um there's also a lot of this film feels like they're trying to make a batman movie but they're yeah, working so, with yeah, Marvel. So, which, is, which is really funny, of course, because Affleck as Batman. Yeah. Affleck's, Affleck's a very good Batman. Um, uh, you, I forget. You agree with that, right? I find Ben Affleck's Batman interesting. Um, I have my problems with the, the Snyder trilogy, but I, I think it's at least interesting. It's certainly a better performance, even in, even in you know, uh, Whedon's Justice League and the theatrical cut of Batman v Superman than whatever he's going for here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't... I don't get it. I don't get it. And there is an attempt. (laughs) There's an attempt made. I will say, one of the problems that I also had with watching this is half of the supporting cast is named after comics creators. That... I I forgot about that. Yeah, that they... I caught... um, I, I caught... Bill Everett, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, Joe Quesada, uh, Mackenzie Miller, and a bunch of others. Like that is so weird. Uh, jo- uh, John Romita. Romita is uh, the name of of who 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 Jack Murdoch is fighting, and it's like every time it keeps getting come, it keeps coming up. Like it took me out of the film. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine it would add to the experience at all. The only one that didn't was Ramita because that was a detail on a marquee. Mm, yeah, yeah, like that. That's like, oh, that's just a cool little Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. But when there's an extended co- court case involving a person called Jose Casada, yeah, like, <laughs> like or um, Kevin Smith is playing forensic analyst Jack Kirby. 
Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, Kevin oh, Smith is in this movie. Oh, also, what's with the way the film does Ben Urich? Yeah, he's gay for some reason. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that's like, the, yeah, I mean, that's not the problem. But the it's, problem is that it's a gay stereotype. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't also um, uh, Mark Margolis in it? He makes a small appearance. Uh, I think he's like the, he's the guy that they think kill jack murdoch before yeah. they do the kingpin reveal yeah it's... um but hey at the end of the day we got to watch frank miller die and what more could you ask for you could ask for a lot more from daredevil 2003 but what more yeah. could you ask for um anyway <laughs> i think that's that it's over we did it it's over we did it we did it we have um... a much shorter book next time Plugs first. We need to do plugs. Plugs. Uh, plugs. What do you got to promote, Jacob? Tell us all about well, it. Uh, on my blog, uh, um, I am also reviewing Star Trek. Um, uh, I am analyzing the Shadow Rising, though that's taking a slight break due to some personal circumstances. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's what I'm doing that, currently. Not that as is much. That. You also read a, a Star Wars book recently. I did, cool. I did. Uh, you read The Rising Storm? A, was it a week or two weeks ago, maybe? Something like that, yeah. 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 It's um, These are all my fault, by the way. Whenever we mention that Jacob's reading a Star Wars book, it's because of me. Um, yes, yes, yes. Well, so, we're, we're doing a book exchange type thing. So. We are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's not just... Um, yeah, it, yeah, I'm not just like, read my fucking obsession. Um, yes. But um, <laughs> uh, that said, uh, on my side of things, uh, yeah, also reviewing Star Trek. Uh, we just recently released The Paradise Syndrome. We're three episodes into Star Trek's TOS Season 3, which is lovely. Um, I mean, it's nice. not it's Season 3, but it's lovely. Um, so uh, we're doing that. Uh, Breaking Brian, we're uh, once again still behind on the schedule. We're catching up with that. Better Call Saul Season 5 will be out at some point this month, I think. Um, uh, uh, what else? Um, fuck. Uh, oh, Damn R2 Brian for getting sick. R2BD. Uh uh yeah, there's um we, we're doing a Star Wars show now. Uh uh me and my brother. Uh we're we're talking about Star Wars movies and shows and books and comics and it's fucking awesome. Um go go check that out. It, it means a lot. We also got some wonderful art done for it. Um which it's just yes. it's great. I'm really happy with it. It's a lovely time. Um so go check that out. The second yeah. episode of that, that will be out this month at some point. Uh, again, can't set an exact date. It's it's a lot of editing goes into that one actually. So yes. um yeah um and otherwise uh fresh face one shots fresh face one shots um uh yeah uh we had, uh just yesterday at the time of this coming out have released our batman brave and the bold number seven uh review which just came out this past week um so that's out uh we're also talking we've been talking about superman by joshua williamson and wonder woman by tom king that's all out there they're all great i don't think i'm thankfully we haven't chosen any bad books really uh to be covering on these things so that's good um and there i think that's it that's the actual last. that's it so that's it. we will be jumping to us in the past to reveal the next book yeah um yeah so uh uh we're gonna yeah uh, go go pay attention to past us now and uh say hi to frank miller nelson for me bye hi friends uh i'm, I'm just gonna assume that, that that we have sufficiently explained the situation and and we're here at the at a couple the end of days of, in the past yes at the end of this latest episode of fresh-faced comics that i'm sure was exhilarating and full of frank miller goodness um i don't fucking know what i'm saying anyway okay jacob are you ready to find out 
what we're covering uh, in the next two episodes of Fresh well, Face Comics. I, I have some guesses, and I will probably okay. mention this earlier on the podcast, but we do ha- we do, I do know we have a guest on those two. Yes, uh, uh, Mason yeah. Mason should be joining us for the next should two. Should be joining us. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, as um, long as nothing crazy happens with any of our schedule, which is possible. True, 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 true. Uh, <laughs> so um, but yeah, I, so we're moving into our early 2000s comics. Um, and yeah, so, uh, yeah. what, 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 are, we, what are, you, oh, are you guessing? My guess is very probably Captain America by uh, Ed Brubaker. Okay, are you locking that in? I'm going to lock that in, yeah. All right, you don't sound super confident, actually, despite locking I, it in. Yeah, I'm locking it in. I'm, uh, look, <laughs> we are at, uh, for the first three decades, I had solid guesses, I'm like. You did, and yeah. you were right every time. Um, this one, like, I know this is a run that you are really enjoying, and is it's, kind it's of a great run. It's a great run. Iconic. It's, it's an extremely long run. Um I do regret to inform you that you're wrong, though. Oh, I'm wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Next time on Fresh Face Comics, we are, in fact, covering Planet Hulk. Uh, Oh, By Greg Pak. Or rather, the uh, the first of our two episodes, we're going to do the Planet Hulk prelude. Then in the second episode, we're going to do Planet Hulk itself. Oh, that's why. You you told me the episodes are going to be weirdly split. Uh, yeah yeah so like the first one is only like is only like seven issues for the prelude and then the actual story is i think is like 16 issues long so it's uh, we've got we've got simultaneously not a lot and then a lot on our plate so um yeah see, uh hulk I it's hulk see. time let's it's we're hulk actually time. gonna get some good hulk content in here <laughs> now i've got to figure uh, out what the hell my guess is gonna be for the last yeah 2010s decade. 2010s is probably actually gonna be your hardest guess um but i guess we'll see so yeah I'm going to assume, you know, we should probably do the outro in this section too, shouldn't we? Um, uh, I'm assuming we've plugged everything already. I think. I guess that's how that'll go. That'll probably go. If we, plug we everything, haven't, if we and haven't, then, and, uh, and, then, you know. and then future us is going to like send it over to past us here where we do the outro. This yes. is so weird. Okay, we just decided to do this today, by the way. So anyway, um, we, we did it today because my schedule is is uh, is is starting to become a bit of a mess near the end of the year. Scheduling's and... a bitch. It's all good. We got this. Don't worry. Um, so be sure to join us. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. That's what I mean. Next time, when we continue uh, our Marvel block with uh, the Incredible Hulk, I'm very excited about it. Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, uh, check us out then. Uh, be sure to join us next week. Um, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, until next time, this has been Joey Morgan. And Jacob Licklider. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.